From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It is seven minutes past the hour. Welcome to the Hurley in the Morning program. 9.1% inflation. You have to go back 41 years to have experienced anything like this. And in my estimation, and I, I, I believe it is inarguably factually accurate, this is what Democrat socialism looks like. Who could possibly want this? But I'm telling you, these nuts that have everything paid for by the government. Think about it. Paid by the government. Fed by the government. They drive in cars owned by the government, meaning the taxpayers. They fly in equipment owned by the taxpayers. They don't live by the rules they put in place for everyone else. And then simultaneously, the New York Times, I'm telling you, I've said this for a long time. You need to put blinders on and just not listen to these Democrat rags. I actually wasted a few minutes of my life that I can never get back reading a piece where the New York Times promoting a Democrat poll of alleged registered voters, not even likely voters, is promoting propaganda that Democrats are tied with Republicans in the upcoming midterm congressional elections. It's impossible. And actually, they have the Democrats up by one point, but they call it a tie. Yeah, right. This is what the American people want. They they want more of this. Mark my words, I don't care what they say, I don't care what they do, I don't care what loser Liz Cheney and that that goofy political committee, January 6th committee tries to do. There's nothing they can do to stop what's going to happen in the House of Representatives. There are five competitive seats that will decide the Senate, and we've been extremely upfront and honest about that, uh, the Senate remains in doubt. If it's if it's a true wave election, then the Senate will be fine. But there are just races that, you know, will Mehmet Oz win? Will Herschel Walker win? And there are several others. Probably about five all told. But with everything that's going on, The cost of everything, the incredibly dour mood in the country, 9.1% inflation. The prices, no matter what it is that you're buying, if you can even find it, through the roof. And then the Democrats want to tell you, we're tied. Always remember, 
When the best they can do is tell you we're tied, they're losing. And that's where we are right now. Don't listen to them. It is liars lying about lying. It's what they do. For example, if you know how to play the game, you can figure all this stuff up. Biden said yesterday, bring on rematch with Trump. To decipher that, the opposite is true. The other thing they did yesterday, and I I don't know why they say these things that they do. Uh, Corrine Jean-Pierre came out and said that a focus of this trip will be not touching. So when the president got off of Air Force One, he fist bumped when he came down. I mean, it seemed like seconds later. And look, I, I don't care what he does in, the, in this regard. But I think when you're a world leader, you've got to shake people's hands. There were some saying that he wanted to do this fist bump thing because when he has his meeting with the crown prince, he doesn't want there to be video and other photography of him shaking hands. Remember, he long maintained that he was going to make Saudi Arabia a pariah on the world stage. Now he's going begging because he ruined his policies, ruined our energy independence in this country. So he's begging the crown prince. Make no mistake about it. He went from, I'm not going to be talking. That's not why we're going. I just happen to be in the same place where he is. I'm not, I'm not going to talk to him about oil. And now they just freely say he's going to talk to the crown prince about oil. They lie about everything. It's so simple. So simple to follow. One of the most reprehensible members of Congress is Maisie Hirono. She's under fire for her most recent remarks on the Constitution. Did I say remarks? On the Constitution. When she said, who the heck would know what our founding fathers meant? So critics quickly said, uh, how about the Federalist Papers, for an example? Here's the thing that they absolutely did. You're not left guessing. They wrote what they wrote. They meant what they meant. And there are scores of documents where lengthy conversations were had. And it's all it's all right there. There's no guessing. Her latest comment, and I find her to be an absolutely reprehensible person. The Senate Judiciary Committee was having a hearing, and it was a hearing following last month's Supreme Court decision on Dobbs v. Jackson. Maisie Hirono, who the heck, quote, would know what our founding fathers meant? Critics noted the Constitution's, quote, straightforward language and using the Federalist Papers as another example 
of what the founders thought. They did leave. Be, be fair about it. Look, you, you just come out and say you don't like it. These Democrats don't like our founding documents. They don't like the Declaration of Independence. They don't like Thomas Jefferson. They don't like the Constitution, except when it's convenient for them. Quote, dumbest and most unread member of Congress. Federalist Papers, maybe? Buzz Peterson. Let's see if there's any more in this slop. This other, this other response, Young Americans for Liberty. Senator Hirono, quote, who the heck would know what our founding fathers meant? Question mark, end quote. She's right. They should have put it all in a document or something so we could know. <laughs> it is. It is in the document. A candidate, a former candidate in Rhode Island for the House of Representatives slammed Hirono, saying she should be, quote, embarrassed, end quote, for her remarks. Others said that her comprehension must be abysmally low. Virginia House of Delegates member Nick Freitas and Dr. Sebastian Gorka. I felt pain. I I felt pain and I took relief factor. Dr. Gorka, who we've had on this program, he was a deputy assistant to President Trump. He said that Hirono, and he's usually very elegant, and he's extremely articulate. He said Hirono is, quote, dumb as a box of rocks. <laughs> so good. Another person wrote the, the, similar. If they'd only written down, perhaps in numerous books, articles, and journals, the nature of the arguments they were making and why. You, you know, Hirono, she could be so well-read if, if only this evidence existed. My goodness. How do we know what they meant? You, jackass. We know what they meant because, incredibly, with unbelievable specificity, I believe divine intervention, a dose of on the top. They told us exactly what they meant. This is what we did. This is how we did it. These are the things we talked about. We talked about democracy. We talked about a representative republic. We, they, they wrote it all down. There's no guesswork here. The books are written. 17 minutes past the hour on the Hurley in the Morning program. WPG Talk Radio, 95.5. And, of course, on the app and on the uh, digital platform anywhere at WPGTalkRadio.com. We have some open forum coming up in the first half of the next hour. Jim Malamut will report from the Jimmy Johnson Quest for the Ring. When I tell you, they are partying like it's 2022. There is cool stuff every single day, every single night. What an event. 
What a world-class event. Michael Jordan's sightings at Steve Marshall's The Water Dog in Ventnor. There have been in the past, last year, Michael Jordan's sightings at Stephen Cookie's. Uh, his boat, his vessel, his worthy vessel is aptly named Catch 23. Isn't that great? Not Catch 22. Catch 23. John Zarek at 8. Ladies and gentlemen, we flip-flopped because, and I appreciate Don having some flexibility for us, we have the opportunity tomorrow at 9.05 to interview a member of the Golden Knights, this incredible demonstration parachute team. They are in, they're just amazing. I love watching them every year. And it's going to be here before you know it, Wednesday, August 24th, Thunder Over the Boardwalk, the annual Atlantic City air show. So we're going to visit with a member of the Golden Knights tomorrow and a lot more going on as well. We'll be back in just a little bit. Don't go away. Fox News commentary. Starbucks is reportedly closing its doors in 16 locations due to unsafe conditions for its workers and patrons. Care to guess where? I'm Tommy Laren. More next. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation is building Do Good Village in Lando Lakes, Florida. It's a first-of-its-kind community with over 100 homes for program recipients, a place where Gold Star families, families of fallen first responders, and catastrophically injured heroes can live together with neighbors who understand, a place where the children of these families will grow up together. Help America's greatest heroes and their families to heal together. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. No, our nation has descended into chaos when a coffee shop chain closes 16 stores due to personal safety concerns. Those stores are in Seattle, L.A., Philly, D.C., and Portland. Imagine my shock and surprise. In a memo to employees, Starbucks operations VP cited the national challenges of personal safety, racism, lack of access to health care, a growing mental health crisis, rising drug use, and more as to why certain stores are closing up shop. I'm not sure how racism and access to health care factor in here, but the part about safety, mental health, and rising drug use is spot on. I'd add it it's no coincidence these stores are closing in the aforementioned cities. They are all lawless and run by Democrats who do nothing to stop it. Starbucks might want to embark on a new era of wokeism, but none of those pie-in-the-sky wishes are going to happen as long as the stores themselves are unsafe for workers and customers alike. I'm Tommy Laren, and you can listen to all of my hot takes at foxnewscommentary.com. Hi, it's Mark Lee and Van Camp. Join us later today at 1. Now back to Hurley in the morning on WPG, Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM, South Jersey's talk station. That's right, and because of you, South Jersey's number Number one news talk radio station. Well, yeah, this is crazy what I'm about to share, but it is bizarro world after all. So please play along. The latest horrifically bad idea from the woke joke broke mob. The New York Police Department is looking to end drug testing for marijuana. Now, how stupid is that? You've got to have certain standards in place. But the memo was obtained, I believe it was Newsmax, uh, in an exclusive that obtained the memo that the New York Police Department was no longer permitted to drug test for marijuana. That's under the beautiful, not Marijuana Regulation and Taxation Act. So what do you want to call it? The law of 
intended consequences, the law of unintended consequences, whichever one feels softer or makes you feel better. Pick 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 another if you don't like either of those. But this is the kind of garbage you you legalize drugs and this is what you get. Oh, well, we didn't know when we put the law in it, it would affect police officers. We don't we don't want the random drug testing. And keep in mind, there's so many corrupt politicians and so many corrupt areas around the country where they use random drug testing uh, as a weapon where they target people. It's supposed to be random. But I, I can tell you so many examples where that's not the case. So this is at every level. This stops pre-employment. You don't even have to prove you're clean to get the job. I remember giving, I think it was a hair sample. In fact, I'm sure it was when I was an executive at Trump Castle. We had it then. Over 32 years ago. I didn't care. I'm not smoking dope or doing anything. You want a piece of hair? You want a hair sample? Go for it. I got a little extra. We still got it up there. We'll we'll give you one. You need a couple? Need a backup? But we're not going to... We're going to... We're going to uh, drug test the senior hotel executive from the Trump castle, but we won't drug test police officers. Unreal. But don't worry, though. They'll be looking if anybody's impaired. They'll have a watchful eye. You don't have to worry about that. And, of course, they didn't intend for this to ever become public Bernie Carrick as he said what I said Bernie Carrick said quote this is crazy because of course it is and it makes no sense other than in bizarro world but keep in mind New York they're really on a roll Jose Alba got arrested and thrown in Rikers prison and a woman that stabbed him three times is not charged because they say that she was entitled. Entitled to do what she did. Because they they consider the criminal who had been arrested 27 times before, they consider the criminal to be the victim. The store uh, keeper, or as Jill Biden would say, the Bogota, he was doing nothing but defend himself from a criminal attacker he's the criminal the criminal is the good guy and then the the girlfriend of the criminal is allowed a free three stabs and i'm telling you how this is going to turn out it's going to turn out okay for alba and then he has to sue new york for sure uh and nothing's going to happen to this woman that stabbed him three times nothing at all Because this is the way it is now, kids. Or as Walter Cronkite would say, that's the way it is. You can't make this stuff up. Don't even try. 
This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. And this is Harry Hurley at 30 minutes past the hour with three stories that you can follow on our WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. Atlantic City Public Schools, they picked a subordinate to interview her potential superior. What could go wrong there? The Atlantic City Police standoff the other day with the 13-year-old ends peacefully. We have the story. Atlantic City High School is set to hire a new boys basketball coach. And we have a local connection to a Jeopardy television champion. From the Townsport, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zarrow. A weak stationary front sitting right over the coast today. That'll provide some extra cloud cover here in South Jersey. Could also spark a few very isolated showers at some point today. It is going to be very warm. Look for a high of 89 degrees. Humidity levels are moderate. Clear and quiet tonight. Lows 68 and tomorrow mostly sunny, dry and seasonably warm. A little bit less humid. Tomorrow's high 84. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have... Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. It's early in the morning, anytime, anywhere, on the WPG Talk Radio app. Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. All right, so check this out. I have a couple of examples. I'll share one in this segment and then one in the next segment the one in the next segment they're both reprehensible uh both disgusting the one in the next segment though involves a harvard professor of sorts and i'll tell you what these socialist lunatics think they have the right to say and do is is just stunning to me you take this jackass show the view which when barbara walters was around it was a it was a fun show. It wasn't really political. Uh, Joy Behag said the other day, I think something like that we don't have fun like we used to uh, since Trump because Trump's to blame for everything. They they actually they're so sick that they have to have someone to blame for how completely bat blank crazy they are because it's only because of Trump. Or it's only because of you. So Alyssa Farah Griffin. She's being told basically on The View that she doesn't deserve a voice because she served in the Trump administration. You understand? This is the most corrupt administration we've ever had. But all of them just keep getting jobs and nobody tries to stop them and cancel them and all this. But these these socialist Democrats, they believe they control who is allowed to have a voice. Guest hosts, because they've been rotating a couple of different uh, conservatives since um, Meghan McCain left the show. Guest host Alyssa Farrah Griffin said yesterday on The View that she rejects anyone who says that she doesn't deserve a voice after working in the Trump administration. Host Sonny Hostin called out Farrah Griffin and asked why she didn't leave the administration after the first impeachment of former President Donald Trump. Quote, I do question that. I mean, I know that there are people like yourself and others that are coming forward now, but wasn't that the first impeachment enough? When you have someone like Colonel Alexander Vidman 
who truly is a hero. I mean, these people are sick. Who's truly a hero who came up and said he's abusing his power. And then you've got a second impeachment because of the insurrection. Didn't you see a lot going on? Farrah Griffin said she wanted to address Hostin's claims because it has been, quote, raised on the show before inaccurately. Griffin said that she was working for the Department of Defense during the first impeachment of Trump. Quote, I was working to get aid released to Ukraine. So we were working actively against the Trump White House on that. So I have no involvement in the first impeachment. See, they, they, they feel like they have to distance themselves. Now, a successful administration that left us with 1.2% inflation, highest job wages that every demographic has ever had, your paycheck actually could, you could afford to pay for everything that you need. Now many people can't. But these are the good guys, you understand? These are the good ones. So I'm so sick of these people that it's pretty soon I'm just not even going to mention them. But I, I feel that there's certain things you have to bring out because they're incrementally and they're taking bigger, bigger, long steps now. They used to take little, little tiny mini steps. So when we come back, I will tell you about a Harvard Law lecturer. Just to give you a little bit of a preview, this Harvard Law lecturer has said, and nothing will happen to this person, quote, the six justices who overturned Roe should never know peace again. Quote, it is our civic duty to accost them every time they are in public. Hey, Siri, give us the definition of the word accost. I found this on the web. This means aggressively challenging, threatening way. I don't know why Siri didn't say it. It's not a good word. It's not a good word at all. And it's not good behavior. And it's not something you do to Supreme Court associate justices. More on this when we come back in just a few minutes. 42 minutes past the hour. This is WPG Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's talk station. With Sean Hannity, this afternoon at 3. Now, early in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Under the heading, who do they think they are? Harvard Law School lecturer Alejandra Caraballo has called for the harassment of six Supreme Court justices who voted to overturn Roe v. Wade. Caraballo, quote, a clinical instructor at Harvard Law School's Cyber Law Clinic, tweeted on June 25th, a day after the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade, that the justices should be, quote, accosted. Quote, the six justices who overturn Roe should never know peace again. It is our civic duty to accost them every time they are in public. They are pariahs. 
since women don't have rights, these justices should never have a peaceful moment in public ever again. This is, I mean, isn't that hate speech? Isn't that, I mean, that, he should be locked up for this. Quote, they're coming for contraception, same-sex marriage, and the ability to criminalize LGBTQ people again. Total, total fabrication, total lies. May those justices feel the unease, insecurity, and anxiety they seek to inflict on us. She added, along with a picture of the six justices, she called on people to accost. I'd like to see her criminally prosecuted. Wish I could criminally prosecute her. I would. Caraballo later posted a picture indicating her call to, quote, accost, and quote, the justices, justices had, quote, not been deemed by Twitter as a violation of their policies. So you understand? What if you put any any liberal cause or person? Social media would take it down. It would violate their terms of service. But you see, you understand if you are conservative, then no rules apply on your behalf. How about the audacity? She actually reported later that her post had not been deemed by Twitter as a violation of their policies. How could this hate speech not be because their so-called fact checkers are all whack job socialist Democrat nuts and they love that. They look right past it. Good, good. That not, No problem with that. But if you wrote the identical words and you put put that against Sotomayor or Biden, even Hunter Biden. Wow. As noted, Caraballo is also an advocate for censorship, calling for Twitter to ban the popular conservative site Libs of TikTok as, quote, a terrorist organization because it shows liberals talking about themselves. Quote, I have defended the right of people to protest judges, but having a right does not mean that you cannot abuse that right. Hounding and harassing justices and judges because you do not like their conclusions is wrong and dangerous. Most Americans are appalled by this conduct, and we need to collectively condemn those who seek to mete out their own retaliatory justice. That's uh, campus reform. Uh, I join you. I do reject them. Quote, as more on the left call for aggressive protests and public confrontations, this harassment is more and more likely to turn violent. There are many unbalanced individuals who will see such calls as a license for violent action. Oh, you mean a guy that uh, came with all the burglar tools and the duct tape and uh, many weapons and everything to, to kill Kavanaugh and his family? You mean that guy? Giving that guy ideas? A justice or judge should not have to put his or her family at risk to serve on our courts. These academics are fueling a sense of mob justice 
that will cause untold harm to our judicial system and the rule of law. But nothing will happen to that Harvard lecturer. Isn't that, isn't that great that this is the country we live in now? That if you're on the left, especially the hard kook, socialist left, you can say and do anything. This person called for harassing and accosting and to never give a moment's peace ever to six Supreme Court associate justices. Outrageous. For a long time, I have been of the opinion that United States Senator Elizabeth Warren is really, hate to say it, because it just sounds so off-putting and impolite, but she's really dumb. Let's just be honest. She doesn't know how anything works. She's crazy, socialist kook. So she's blaming Russian President Vladimir Putin and corporate monopolies for the inflation in our country. But of course... She absolves Democrats and Joe Biden. We have. Do you think Trump, if we were at nine point one percent and he was the president, wouldn't it be Trumponomics is failing? Elizabeth Warren would be blaming Trump. She would not be saying that it's Putin or corporate monopolies. They just once again, liars who lie about lying. Quote, an energy shock. From Putin's war with Ukraine. And corporate monopolies are raising prices, are all driving inflation. Here is a United States senator so stupid. Who was it? Uh, Gorka? Dr. Sebastian Gorka? Who said, not about her, but about somebody else, but it applies Dumb like a box of rocks. Quote, we must use every tool to lower costs for working families after they did every single thing you can do to crush working families. Senator Ted Cruz, and he's right about this, says the Democrats have run out of excuses for 40 year high inflation, surging gas and food prices Worker wages falling considerably short of other cost of living trends. You realize wages are at least five to 10 percent short and probably more than that. The dollar, it doesn't pay for this economy. It doesn't it doesn't work. People aren't making enough, and this is why, and the media should start to do a lot of coverage of this. I was stunned when I first heard it, but I shouldn't have been. We have a certain percentage of the American people that are skipping at least one meal a day. We have others who are only eating one meal a day. Unbelievable. Unbelievable times. I mentioned this in my very opening comments, but said I would come back to it. And that is this New York Times poll 
where they have Democrats tied with Republicans. Actually, they have them up by one point. It, it's so dishonest, I guarantee you. They polled 849 registered U.S. voters, not not likely voters. They did this between July 5th and July 7th, and they really want the American people to believe that the American people want Democrats in control. Let's wait and see what happens on November 8th. Let's wait and see. One of the findings in the poll that was interesting, if you believe it, I don't think you can cherry pick and say it's illegitimate, but I believe this part, but I'm going to report it. Only 6% of those who responded to this poll said that the fallout from the Supreme Court decision of Roe v. Wade was a top issue for them. And I don't give a crap about this poll. I've been telling you from the beginning that issue is not even on the radar screen of the voters. It's on the minds of the radical left and their fellow radicals in office and in the media. But nobody, nobody you know, no normal people. Look, if you look at the issue and you're either for it or you're against it, then fine. That's that's your your decision. But nobody's voting on that. And I told you that nobody, despite their market saturation level coverage, that nobody would be voting along those lines. And there's a simple reason. Gas is unaffordable. Food is unaffordable. All this stuff is up 20, 25, 30, 35, 50 percent. And there's no denying that less than a year and a half ago, we were at 1.2 percent inflation and we are now at 9.1 percent. And always wrong. You got to give him credit. He is the most consistently inaccurate elected official, maybe of all time, but certainly in modern history. I went back and did a little bit of homework. And it's a Fox business source. Joe Biden predicted that inflation hit its peak last December. How'd that turn out? We just hit 9.1% six months after Joe Biden said it's the peak of the crisis. They have no answers to any of the problems that they created. And they keep telling us they do. Or they keep telling us it's Republicans obstructing, which is just absolute bunk. It's Putin. It's the oil executives. It's the gas station attendant himself or herself. But over six months ago, Joe Biden said the peak of the crisis was over. They are wrong about everything. 609-407-1450. Phone lines are open right now. 609-407-1450. It's early in the morning. And this is the station that you've made number one in South Jersey.
WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a Town Square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Yeah, we hit that uh, peak back in December, the peak in inflation. It's all... The crisis is over. It's all better from here. Go back where we were six months ago. It was terrible, but, I mean, it is significantly worse now. Not only wasn't it over then, it was nowhere near over. I heard the Red Eye Radio guys talking about high inflation and wages being uh, dramatically affected where they will not be able to meet the... um, the cost of goods and services and so on for three or four years. Now, I don't believe that. It, it could be a couple of years. The problem is if Republicans win the House, they can stop a lot of things. But remember, there's still a lot of executive authority that the president has. And this president, I mean, look what he's been doing. We haven't really had a chance to talk about it, but he's he's doing all these things. He's pretending like the Supreme Court didn't rule on Roe v. Wade. He's still putting all these federal requirements in. The Supreme Court referred it to the states. This this Biden is going to have to be taken to court because he is a rogue criminal president. And he always says one thing and does the opposite. Oh, these aren't good options. You know, his initial reaction would be the Supreme Court made a decision. But then the radicals get to him and they fill the teleprompter with the the great seal of the president of the United States. Make no mistake about it. Both Don Hurley and Elon Musk were correct. Don before Elon, that whoever loads the teleprompter is the president. You cannot deny that. You can lie, but you won't be telling the truth if you say that. That is a fact. Whoever loads that teleprompter, he says whatever's in there, including repeat the phrase. Our 609-407-1450 phone lines are open. Hope you'll check in this half hour. Jim Malamut's going to tell us what's happening uh, with what he saw at the Jimmy Johnson Quest for the Ring event. I can tell you I saw a picture uh, that a friend posted that he took of Catch-23, the worthy vessel of, and it's, it's, it's a tough call for me, but he's the GOAT. You could make the case it's Wilt Chamberlain, but I'm going to say Michael Jordan is the GOAT, the greatest of all time, Catch-23 is his boat. Caller, you're on the air. Welcome to the program. Good morning, Harry. Hey. Uh, please correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, the uh, memorial uh, ceremony or service, whatever the proper terminology for the uh, Holocaust victims, did he say in honor that the, did he say honor or horror 
of the Holocaust. I'm going to look it up. I think he said honor because he is, honor. after all, he is, after all, just a gaff machine. I'm going to make sure, though. Oh, I think I, I think he did. Okay. Well, look, though, he just said last week, just a couple days ago, that the Highland Park mass shooting took place in 1918. He doesn't know what he's oh, saying, Peter. He doesn't know. Oh, my God. I, I know. Swear. I know. I'm going to see if I because can find that it. Is a, Go ahead. That is a horrific insult to every family that lost a loved one at that time. And I can tell you, my cousin, uh, her, I told you, uh, her father was taken away and sent to a concentration camp, never to ever come back because he uh, was a partisan in uh wartime Yugoslavia. Mm. But the thing is, it's an insult. And it seems that he's a disaster. But have a blessed day, okay? Peter, thank you. Thank you for calling in. Uh, Let's see. And Peter, I'll tell you, I don't question him. I really don't. He said it, and I believed him. But I guess it's a, you know, I got to, I have to look it up though. And Fox News reported Biden makes Holocaust gaffe during Israel visit. President Biden uh, said, let's see. Yep. Oh, gosh, he's so bad. President Joe Biden visiting Israel on Wednesday added yet another entry to his long list of gaffes, mistakenly saying, We must keep alive the, quote, honor of the Holocaust. You were correct. Thank you. you. You're welcome, Peter. Bye-bye. Wow. The honor. I mean, pick the date. How long is this going to be allowed to continue? Can this go on for another two and a half years? With someone who is getting worse. You do see it, right? You know, sometimes it's it's um, incremental. And if you didn't see him for a couple of years, you'd say, oh, my God, what the hell happened? But if you see it every day. I don't know what the cause and effect of that is. You get desensitized or it's a little at a time. So you don't really notice it. You know, if you took like one drop, if you if you drew a bathtub and you took an eyedropper and you just took one drop out every day, of course, there would be condensation too. You, you, one drop, you don't notice it. Nothing changed. It's, it seems like it's the exact same amount of water that was there. But you just take a little bit each day. And suddenly like, whoa, look at this. This really got low all of a sudden. Honor. We must keep alive and honor the Holocaust. Oh, good gracious. Back to your calls right after the break. Please don't go away. You will be next. 609-407-1450. We have an open phone line. Uh, Jim Malamut is going to join us at 735. He went to an event last night. That's part of the Jimmy Johnson Quest for the Ring. This is the second annual. And if you want to get some details 
about the event and about what's been going on, go to the app. Go to WPGTalkRadio.com, any digital device, and you can read my coverage about it. I'm excited about it. This is bringing sort of that Miami beach, if you will, flavor here northward. I think it's fantastic. And a whole lot of uh, big names. I'm going to check into the uh, the economic benefit. I mean, we hear, for example, that by the time the Atlantic City um, area will, will finish hosting the national NAACP convention, that that's $9 million in terms of economic benefit. I guarantee you, when you think about it, I mean, Michael Jordan was over at the Water Dog. They're having all these parties. They're going all over the place. I guarantee you this Jimmy Johnson quest for the ring is a fabulous piece of business for the city to your calls when we come back. I am Hurley in the morning. This is WPG Talk Radio 95.5, all because of you, only because of you, South Jersey's number one talk station. And here's my friend, Sean Hannity. Turn up your radio. Here's the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. Interesting what the Bank of America, their analysts had to say about the Federal Reserve You know, they're poised to bring about a severe recession by raising interest rates in order to finally quell soaring inflation. By that, with that will come record high unemployment. Trust me on this. It's simple economics 101. They've been bragging about it. But now nine point. We have not seen this since 1981. Gas prices, you know, double. Airfares now in the last year up 35%. Cereal up, what, 16 to 20%. Meat and poultry through the roof. All the staples that we all need and buy and purchase every day now costing more than ever. And what's Joe going to do about it? Check out the Sean Hannity Radio Show later today, right here. You know, the best part of summer is time to tackle home projects like installing, you know, new shades from Blinds.com. You stay cool and you'll save up to 40% off site-wide when you go to Blinds.com. Now, if you're like me and you need options, that's one of the reasons I love Blinds.com. And Blinds.com has a premium selection of shades, shutters, drapes, and so much more. Shop at Blinds.com right now. You'll save up to 40% off site-wide now through July the 19th. All sheer shades, 40% off. Rules and restrictions may apply. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash from the world's playground. This is Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. Welcome back. 21 minutes past the hour. 609-407-1450. Phone lines are open. Jim Malamut will join us right after the bottom of the hour break. John Zarek at 8. Brother Don Hurley at 9. We switched on from tomorrow in the 9 o'clock hour to today because we have the honor. I'll use the word correctly. The honor of presenting a member of the elite Golden Knights. Ah, if you've ever seen them come down with those beautiful canopies, 
yellowish gold, of course, Golden Knights, hence uh, their skill, the ability to land on targets, I mean, from so many thousands of feet in the air, uh, typically right about their ankle level with colored smoke pouring out. I mean, it's it's a spectacle. It's absolutely incredible. And it's a great recruitment tool. They do a great job. They're a demonstration team. And they've been at it for a real long time. We'll be talking to a member of the Golden Knights tomorrow at 9.05. And every Friday, believe it or not, we're in the run-up. It's Wednesday, October 24th. I'm sorry, uh, August 24th. Wednesday, August 24th. The largest midweek air show in America. Thunder over the boardwalk. The Atlantic City Air Show. It's the Meet AC Atlantic City Air Show. Welcome to the Hurley in the Morning program. Hi there. Good morning, Harry. Uh, not not why, why I called, but you were mentioning um, the, the boat that belongs to um, Jordan, Michael Jordan. Yes, Catch Twenty Three. Yes. Do you do you remember? I think we may have talked about this once before. Do you know the name of Walter Cronkite's boat? His oh, yacht. You told me this. Um, it's so good. Tell me. Assignment. That's great. So, so whenever, whenever, uh, if he was going on vacation, he was he on would assignment. End his broadcast. Yes, he said for the next two weeks I'll be on assignment. I, I, that was so cool. Oh, that is great. <laughs> now, another trivia question for you: Do you know the name of John F. Kerry's boat? <laughs> John, I don't know Heinz. Yeah, well, Heinz uh, one fund, funded by Ketchup, uh, but yes. uh, the boat is. The Scaramooch. Uh, is, isn't he sweet? Yeah. Isn't he special? Yeah. And he, and is, he isn't he obnoxious? It. And he he went somewhere to get it that was a low tax state. They want to tax and ruin everybody, but when they go to get theirs, look what they do. I mean, they're they're so bad. These people, just awful. All right. So we, you well, didn't call. Should, you, you didn't call about any of that. What's up? Well, he should just take Scara. Yeah, and and paint white paint over it, and just leave the mooch part. So, uh, anyway, <laughs> so um, Joe Biden, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but how many times has Joe Biden said, "Oh, we don't listen to polls, we don't follow polls"? Oh, countless, right? countless. Okay, but yesterday, oh, did you see the polls, Jack? Jack, he gets in, he gets in the guy's grill. Yeah, like like when he said "fat." Remember when he said "fat"? Hey, fat. Yes. Yes. So he said, by the way, that's his that's his that's his all like triggered dementia or Alzheimer's kicking in when he does that. Did you see? Did you see how crazy he looked as he got very close to the camera? Yes, he it's like it's like a, a, a there was a spirit inside of him like he was possessed or something. Yeah. So, um, yeah, what he didn't mention was, yes, 92 percent of Democrats would vote for him. But that's only if he's head to head with Donald Trump. He, right. he left that part out. Uh-huh. <laughs> and and the next day, because he did that two days ago, it was 24 percent in that particular poll. A poll came out yesterday. Only 18 percent of Democrats want him to run for reelection. So the reporter was correct. Biden was doing what he always does, lying, conniving and torturing the, the the truth the english language but that look on his face as he came in and said uh jack i was really really sick well, what what they left out of that 18 percent is that they're all dead uh-huh. 
Well, <laughs> whoever they are, exactly you don't want to know them. Yeah, that's exactly right. So um, I, I wanted to mention um, these closings of the Starbucks and the, um, the 7-Elevens. And now it, it kind of dovetails with this situation in Atlantic City where ShopRite doesn't even want to open the store. I mean, it's, it has to be a year and a half since it got Well, well th- think about this. How could you run – how could anything exist that would require a $500,000 payment because you know going in your place is going to get busted up and robbed consistently having stuff stolen? It it can't, it can't open under those circumstances. And incidentally, uh, everyone listening owes a debt of gratitude to Will Reynolds because he spilled the beans, and I'm glad he did. Yep. Yeah, I read the article. Well, when, when they talked about the reasons for the Starbucks closing, right. imagine in Seattle where they, where they started, you know, Coffee uh, Central. Um, they they had to they slipped in all these reasons, but they had to put racism. Now, what could racism have to do with them closing down the Starbucks? It has nothing to do with it. It's just put it in there because it's politically correct right now because everything is racism. But they got it right. They said sixteen stores are closing because of violence. Yeah, yeah. The first thing they list, I guess it's in descending order. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Right. <laughs> Because racism was like, I don't know, it was like two-thirds of, of the way into the list. <laughs> Just look, and Seattle's one of the ones we mentioned. New York, Los Angeles. This guy, Gascon, just said the other day he has made Los Angeles safer. These are twisted, sick people. Unbelievable. That DA brag in Manhattan. Look what they've done to New York City, uh, to Philadelphia. You take base of Chicago, my God. You take every major once great city in this country and Democrat socialists have one by one destroyed them all. Well, Rush Limbaugh has famously said that the Democrats create crises to then run on solving the crises that they themselves created. And that's that's where where, so the crisis is here now. And now you hear the comment you mentioned from Elizabeth Warren with these big, bold solutions that to the problems that they themselves created but yes. see there's and we know that democrats want the issue they don't want the problem solved that's why they got rid of trump trump was solving the problems and particularly in the black community and by doing so they were voting republican more and more taking the power away from the democrats that black vote that they'd counted on for 60 years and took for granted Trump was taking that from them. That's why they had to get rid of him. And and they had to make him a racist in the process, which he's not. Of course. Well, like you say, they accuse you of the very things they're guilty of. We, we, could, we could run a videotape all day long of racist comments made by Joe Biden. Yep. But you know Donald Trump. You know Donald Trump. All of the things they're trying to do to prevent him from running are actually having the opposite effect when you attack trump you're only egging him on to they're ensuring that he will run i tell it to everybody i know oh i don't think he's going to run i said well you don't know him that's why he was running anyhow but you tell him he can't run you create phony hearings to try to disqualify him and then say he can't run you guarantee that he runs even if there was a chance he would say you know what i don't need this crap
I got in there. I fixed it. I mean, think about it. He came in a multi-billionaire. He got tortured for being successful. Joe Biden, the mon- the millions he has, uh, I-, I will just be kind, suspicious in nature. Where did it come from? What did he do to get it? And we know from the Hunter Biden laptop and other things, his uh, cell phone and other things that have come out, uh, there, there appears to be some real ill-gotten gains there. But I will tell you this. Donald Trump was hiring African-Americans in senior vice president positions, women in very high level senior positions long before most companies were doing that, Andy. And of course, he gets no credit for it. I, I know, Harry. And, and like I said, you know him better than anybody. You know, Donald Trump, the, the other reason they don't want him to run is because they know he will fix the problems. Now, you could say, I mean, if you just wanted to make an argument, all, all of the good things that happened with the economy and everything, oh, he had nothing to do with that. That was a one-off. It was just the situation, whatever. But if he comes back and fixes it twice, and he, if he, he is going to run, you and I know that, and, and when he runs, he will win, and he will fix it, and America will be great again for the second time, then what are you going to say? Oh, it, it was that's just- why I want the hats to be make America great again, comma, again. He's he, he you are correct in what you said. That was extremely smart. Donald Trump is going to be documented at having fixed America twice. Then you cannot have two coincidences like this. Oh, well, it's just a real oh, bad luck for Joe Biden. Nothing to do with his crazy policies that he did day one and and all the spending and every unwise thing that they did. Uh, everything Biden did got us from 1.2 percent inflation to 9.1 percent inflation. He owns this problem. He broke it. He broke the country. So, Harry, the converse is also true. Whenever a Democrat takes over, the country goes to hell. That is also not a coincidence. Yeah, typically true. Uh, Like they say that, you know, uh, what do they say? Uh, Democrats get us into wars and Republicans get us out. Uh, Democrats uh, deplete the military. Republicans uh, recharge it all over again, just like Trump did and what Reagan did and George W. Bush. I mean, you look again and again and again, all these examples right now, Biden's depleting uh, us big time in so many different ways. Because his priorities are just so twisted, it's unbelievable. Uh, but yes, Trump will fix America twice. And it will be undeniable, except to the truly Trump deranged, Maisie Hirona, uh, and people like that. The the I hate America. What was what was Bundy? Bundy was a member of the, the was it he he liked the He Man Woman Haters Club or something? Uh these deniers, these Trump deranged deniers, when he is back in there, I mean, I'm serious. You, you need to remove like all dangerous objects from their arms reach because they're not going to know how to handle this. We've all handled Joe, Joe Biden fine. We just call him out and say this too shall pass. And and we didn't need notice when Biden won. I didn't hear anybody needing a, a, a therapist, a psychologist, a, you know, the medical doctor. When Trump won or other Republicans win, we always see voluminous coverage about such a significant portion of the American people needing 
to to have psychiatry or a psychologist. It's kind of funny how that works, isn't it? It is, and and the other thing is, you didn't you didn't need to have uh, uh, walls erected around uh, the Supreme Court to protect the court from conservatives and Republicans. Did you have it? No, and I'm going to leave with that because we've got Jim Alamut due in like 30 seconds, and I've got to get the break in. Good call. I enjoyed it a lot. Jim Alamut will get an update uh, what he saw at one of the events surrounding Jimmy Johnson's quest for the ring, second annual. They brought basically Miami Beach, if you will, northward, and it's a really exciting and well-received mega special event. We'll be talking about it next. This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. And you're truly early in the morning with three stories that you can follow on our WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. I actually gave you four last time. Atlantic City Public Schools, they picked a subordinate to interview a potential superior. Weird. Atlantic City Police standoff with a 13-year-old ends peacefully great, skilled Atlantic City Police work. Atlantic City High School is set to hire a new boys basketball head coach and local Atlantic County connection to the game show Jeopardy. Jim Alamut will join us next. From the Townsport, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zarrow. Almost the same story today as the rest of the week. With very warm temperatures and periods of sun and clouds in the forecast, there is a chance for a spot shower at some point, maybe even a quick downpour, but again, very isolated. High temperature, 89 degrees, just above normal for mid-July. Clear, quiet, and comfortable tonight, low 68, mostly sunny and dry tomorrow. A little bit less humid, high 84. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. Hey, Sean Hannity here. Join me this afternoon at 3. Now back to Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you, Sean Hannity. It's 40 minutes past the hour uh, going on as we speak. Talk about a lot of big things happening in Atlantic City. You have the second annual Jimmy Johnson Quest for the Ring. Awesome event. Jim Malamut participated in one of the activities uh, involved with this event. And we're going to bring him on in just a second. And then, of course, beginning uh, today, the biggest national convention to come to Atlantic City since the 1964 Democratic Convention, which went terribly. So we get a redo. This is going to go, I believe, spectacularly. The National NAACP Convention. A lot happening in Atlantic City. So I'm thinking about the Superman, the quest for peace. But it's actually Jimmy Johnson, the quest for the ring. So there's no Zod and any of that. So, Jim, what uh, what can you say about the event that you went to? Harry, good to be here. Yeah. I, um, I, I went to the Hospitality Village last night. Green Tree Mortgage is, is one of the sponsors of, of the fishing tournament. And it was really cool. You know, you kind of get there. You park, free parking, by the way. Nice. And um, you walk by the chart house, and then you get to see all the action. You know, there's the all the weigh-ins going on kind of when you arrive. And and that lasted probably for about an hour. You know, you can watch all the weigh-ins taking place till maybe about 7 o'clock or so. And then after that, 
all the fishermen, everybody kind of came over to where we were at over at the hospitality village. And there's all these different, you know, booths set up, I would say. You know, Green Shoe, we had a booth where the alcohol was, which was nice. So a lot of people came over there. Um, but there, there's all these different booths. You know, there's, a, there's like a wine booth. My, 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 there's a, my most interesting booth, there was a dunk tank for bare exposures. Wow. So you could, you could, dunk, a, you could dunk a stripper. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So was it sort yeah. of like, I'm not saying about the bare uh, example there, but was it a taste of Atlantic City? It was just a lot of different things, a lot of different local things there? It was a, had a lot of variety. Any sponsor could have a booth. And then there was a lot of different, like, you know, there, it was mostly vendors, I would say, trying to, like, get you to come over, hang out, and give away free stuff. So, you know, we had bag giveaways, um, and, and it was cool. You know, it was everything's free for if you if you get, you know, an inn over there. Um, it's all free food, free drinks. So it, it was nice. Now, in terms of the um, Jimmy Johnson quest for the ring, were you able to get a feel for how cool, how big this event is? Because this is a very big deal. It was huge. I mean, like I said, so all the fishermen kind of come over at one time. It was like this wave all of a sudden. And um, the people who run, like the two guys who run the event with Jimmy Johnson were actually at our booth for a little while talking. And they're both Miami, former Miami football players. There you go. No surprise. So they, they played in like the 1970s when like Jimmy Johnson was like first starting out there, it sounds like. And, um, you know, it's, it's huge. I mean, they, they, they were talking about it. And, and honestly, it's very expensive, Harry. You know, it's twenty five to thirty thousand to enter, and then the gas. You know, the gas is so high right now. I mean, these guys are spending probably fifty thousand dollars for the, this week here between gas, hotel, um, and entry fee. You know, so so it's not cheap. So it's, it's it's a huge event, and and the purses are huge too. So it's it's a lot of action, and it's very cool to go check it out. Well, you can tell. I mean, Michael Jordan can go anywhere on the planet that he wants to go. He's here for the second consecutive year. Right. And I say it's very cool. He's here all week. You know, it's yeah. not like he just came to fish. He came and he's hanging out. And I heard he was at Borgata two nights ago, gambling. You know, he, he's really taken in our area. Yeah. And it's a great thing. You know, they, they, these kind of events, this is what it leads to. You know, people coming and hanging out and endorsing Atlantic City. Hey, you know what we have to find out? Brother Don P. Hurley wants to know, if Michael Jordan catch twenty three, if he had a water dog lobster roll, which is my favorite thing at the water dog. <laughs> so he yeah, Don's in search of that. I said, I don't know what he had. I just know through Jim that he was there. Uh so it'll be if it's possible, Steve Marshall, if you're if you're out there, uh did he have the world famous lobster roll? Jim, I don't know. If you've ever had the lobster roll at the uh, Water Dog, but the roll is perfect. Everything about it is perfection. It's, uh, they definitely do a great job over there, and that's why they're growing open spots in the casinos. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, they made uh, at least two of our lists in terms of great places uh, to dine. It's just it's a wonderful, wonderful company. Uh, Jim, any other observations? I just think, you know, if, if, if you want to go check out the scene, it's definitely worth it. Everybody's very nice and friendly and outgoing. You know, it's, it's very much a, a party, fun atmosphere. So if you're looking for a good time 
and, and there's so many boats too. I mean, if you're just a boat person, you, you have to just go check out all these boats. It's, it's it's really remarkable. We're fortunate to have, and it's been there for over 30 years. Uh, I was uh, it was one of my responsibilities. The um, Farley State Marina over. I was going to say Trump Castle at uh, the Golden Nugget. It is. Uh, it's a spectacular area out there. It's just wonderful. It really is. Yeah. And like I said, right now, the marina is full, and it's every boat is, you know, yeah. is just tremendous boats. So it's really just go just check out the, the boats themselves and just walk around. And everybody's nice and friendly. No one's there to, like, give you a hard time. It's a really good scene. Good stuff. Jim, thanks for the uh, the report, and I appreciate you uh, Anytime, yeah, sharing it. I'll see you real soon. All right. Take care. Have a good day. You, you do the same. Jim Alamut, don't forget, he is our official, our exclusive mortgage expert for the Hurley in the Morning program. We'll be back. There is an open phone line right now. You could be next at 609-407-1450. John Zarek at 8. Don Hurley with a switch from he Don switched so that the member of the Golden Knights in what we're going to be previewing every Friday in either the whole 9 o'clock hour or part of the 9 o'clock hour. I see tomorrow the first half having a focus on the upcoming Meet AC Atlantic City Air Show. Thunder over the boardwalk. Reminder, put it on your calendar if you haven't uh, because it's going to be an absolute happening, a spectacle. Wednesday, August 24th. Show Central will be right across from Atlantic City's historic boardwalk hall. We're going to visit with a member of the Golden Knights tomorrow at 9.06. Don Hurley switching to today in what will be a Hurley in the Morning mental health break. I'm going to ask Don to begin with the uh, Tony Mart Summer Concert Series. Don Hurley was in attendance. Chris Coleman, Program Director for WPG Talk Radio 95.5. He was in attendance. And, of course, Carmen uh, running it. And you had everything from Gary U.S. Bonds. Just a, um, a great evening outdoors in Atlantic City. So many things are happening at one time. It's really incredible. We'll be back. You can jump in 609 407-1450 right after this. Summertime at the Jersey Shore. The glitz and glamour of Atlantic City's casinos. Jersey's best pizza on the Ocean City Boardwalk. Great rides in Wildwood. And miles and miles of bumper-to-bumper traffic. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 wants to keep you moving with expanded summertime traffic updates Friday afternoon through your ride back Sunday evening. WPG Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's talk station. Set the first button on your car radio for South Jersey's talk station. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Tell you what, he always gives good advice. I haven't disagreed with him yet. Uh, follow his, his lead. Uh, and I never ask you to do what I haven't already done. It's number one uh, on my speed button setup. 609-407-1450, open phone line. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Good morning, Hurley. Good morning. Thank you so much for my call. My name is Oscar, and I just want to commend you on your program once again. All you guys that, that, that are on all day are just wonderful. But most of all, um, you know what I love? At 6 o'clock, I have the radio on and I hear the national anthem. And even though I, I became a U.S. citizen at 17, uh, I'm Ecuadorian-born, I'm, I'm a proud American, and I commend you for that. I wish more stations would do that and more people would feel more American if oh. all the stations just say Os that. Now. Oscar, I love what you just said, 
And I want to fill you in on something you might not know, but uh, it's very meaningful to me. That's my grandson. When he was very, very little, that's almost 10 years ago that he recorded that. Wow, that's yes. awesome. That yes. is just awesome. So I thank you for that, and, and, and keep on going with your program. It's, I love it. I, I listen to your program every day, and I at 6 o'clock, I look forward to the National Anthem. Thank you so much. Thank you, Have Oscar. A beautiful day. Appreciate it. You, you do the same. So Oscar asked me to keep going. We we have been going for more than 30 years, and it's, an, it's our intention, if we have any say in it, uh, to keep going for uh, – for a while longer. So uh, thank you for the encouragement. I mentioned a poll because it's kind of ironic when the president said basically that the media person was lying, uh, that 24 percent of Democrats. I mean, this is this is awful. It was actually it was 24 percent of all Americans wanted the president to run for a second term. And the president got all lathered up, worked up about it and got in the guy's face and you know you look very strange when you get too close to a camera you look very strange and and he doesn't need a lot of help and he looked even stranger uh looked looked demented actually looked crazy and he's yelling jack like he yelled the guy fat hey fat i mean weird 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 stuff but a day later a poll came out eight percent, just 18 percent of Americans say that Joe Biden should run for reelection in 2024. I mean, that's Nixon would have more support than that to run for a third term. Wow. Remarkable. And for the first time, more Democrats now say that Biden should pass on a second term, 41%, 35% in this particular survey of Democrats said that he should run. And uh, you uh, you cannot be well. You 35%ers, you are very unwell. We pray for you. But the number has just been dropping precipitously. Whew. Unbelievable. Here's another one for you. In the same survey, Kamala Harris gets very, very bad numbers. More people say it should be someone else than that it should be her. She would be a terrible president. I've actually said I pray for President Biden's health because, number one, I would anyhow, but uh, she would be worse than him. Isn't Isn't that almost impossible to even process that that could be true? This was encouraging, and I do want to get it in in the final minute that we have. The music is going to start to play us out in about 12 seconds. But this was encouraging. Montgomery County Police in Maryland are warning the public that police officers will enforce laws against disturbing the peace at protests outside the homes of the Supreme Court justices. This is the first time... Nothing from Merrick Garland, even though it's against federal law. I don't have time to share with you, but there are a number. There's like five of them. Maryland common laws that affect these kinds of activities. 
and they're going to enforce them strictly. But Merrick Garland has done nothing. Look, look at he's willing to call and his people moms and dads, moms in particular, it seemed domestic terrorists for simply caring and loving their kids and wanting to know what's going on in their children's schools. They're domestic terrorists, but nothing on this. John Zarek is next. WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a Town Square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It is six uh, six minutes past the hour. Pleasure to welcome back John Zarek, the law offices of John Zarek. Presents Smart Law with John Zarek Thursday mornings in the 8 o'clock hour, a very listenable hour of our broadcast week that we certainly cherish a whole bunch. The law offices of John Zarek, they have a simple but profound goal, and that is to provide you and your family, because everybody is in this. It's not just the, the one person. Uh, it's an entire family proposition. So they they strive to provide you and your family members with the very best legal defense. You can reach John by calling 609-641-2266 or visit the team on the World Wide Web at johnzarek.com. John Zarek, Z-A-R-Y-C-H, johnzarek.com. Counselor, welcome to your program. Great to be here, Harry. It is great to have you. So, so good to be here. We're going to call that a tie. It's as, it's as great to have you here as I think you feel that it's great to be here. So uh, that's a good that's a good situation. Uh, yeah, I really, really enjoy being here every week. And, um, you know, the week went fast. I mean, like the blink of an eye. It did. Um, but that's uh, that's a product of um, living a good and productive life. I think I think if we're if we're working hard and we're engaged in things we like to do, um, you certainly like your job. I like my job. Uh, time time flies. You know, it really does. I think. Uh, and if you dread something, you almost you look at the clock, the second hand, and it's like crashes. Like one second feels like a lifetime. It's a very accurate point that you're making, John. That's why my father told me when I was very little, find something you love to do and you'll never work a day in your life. And And it does. It flies by. If you like or love what you do, you do know, John, and if you don't know, I'm going to fill you in on this one, something like 75% or more of the American people hate what they do. I can't imagine that. I know you and you know me. I, I couldn't imagine you doing something that you hate for any extended period of time, but somewhere around 70 to 75% of the American people, this is not strong dislike. They hate what they do. That I... I would really um, not look forward to that. Yeah, that would uh, that would be a tough one. But uh, you know, we have to understand that some people get into situations where they they just can't 
take a week or two of um, lost income or the potential for losing income on a longer basis. And um, they are kind of trapped and are kind of stuck. I mean, they can work hard at making that change, but uh, the simple fact is, and, and many people can make changes to the things that are better for them, but the simple fact is some people need exactly what they need. You know, they may need the medical benefits without interruption. Um, Even if there was a COBRA change, if they had to take a couple months looking for a job, uh, they couldn't afford to pay the COBRA, you know? So I think we all have to, you know, be compassionate and and be grateful. Yeah, I like that. Uh, I say say yes to both of those uh, emotions because you're right. you, You can get stuck. And then there are people, though, that they they just stay where they are unhappy. That obviously there's an accumulation of word that happens when you do that kind of thing. When you dread, if you're a Monday through Friday warrior and you live for Friday and you can't stand early into Sunday, you, you start to, you know, change your whole outlook because of what's going to be happening Monday morning and you can't stand it. That that's a vicious cycle to be caught up in yeah it's tough yeah but um that's the way the world works i mean i i I think most people don't have the option to be flexible enough to get the job they want and that's why you know anyone that has a job that they enjoy uh has good work then you should be very grateful yeah really grateful because a lot of people don't have that i uh I really want to, uh, you know, emphasize how, you know, in, in how we should not complain about time moving fast. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, people that live really good lives. My, I'll tell you, the the best example is my father-in-law. He was just a really, really good guy, uh, general spirited, but um, became a member of the 29th Division. Um, you know, out of Maryland, that was a combination of uh, national national guard units from Maryland and Virginia. That that's why they called it the Blue and Gray Division. They were the point division on Omaha Beach when on the invasion. And um, he was a major and um, trained for two years in the states and two years in England, and then uh, hit the beach at Omaha and fought for three weeks, highly decorated. He probably should have gotten the Medal of Honor for what he did, uh, but they suppressed medals at the time. They, they the, the generals made a decision that there were going to be so many heroic people and yeah. so many people deserving of medals that they said they're going to really damp it down, and they did. You know, John, I, I believe that I've, I've never heard anybody say that to me before, but I'm I am believing that every bit because I, I shared with you what my father did and he got the bronze star. I think he should have gotten the silver star for what he did. And then I found out years ago about this process where you could put something you could put the award in for what's called review. And then whoever is responsible for it, I I I had to quit, and I, I'm not a quitter. Um, I don't have time on your show to, to, to bore you with the details, but you talk about just being broken down. I mean, I, I knew everybody in the food chain, 
And when I got a return letter from Frank Lautenberg that was the very first identical letter that was sent more than a year or year and a half after my request, I said, that's it. I said, you can't you can't crack this thing. But now I get it. They both. I don't know what the the right term would be when they under, you know, you, you know, the term undercharge or they overcharge in your in your space. But they they actually gave awards that were probably one lower than what they should have been. And in some cases didn't give awards at all. It sounds, John. Yeah, the circumstances were so dire that anyone who hit the beach was deserving of a medal. Yes, yes. You know, you move forward toward the enemy under fire, um, you know, be selfless, etc. And that, that was virtually everybody that hit the beach. So yeah. they made a decision not to. Um, I, I'll tell you, my, my father-in-law got his, he got a Bronze Star. Um, he got a Bronze Star directly from the commanding general, you know, from General Gerhardt. So he, he on the spot, you know, because of uh, some fighting that they did. But that's what, that's what they chose to do. But um, so my father, my father-in-law was a general spirited guy. He eventually got wounded uh, about three weeks in, in the drive for St. Lowe. Uh, then when he was, uh, um, he was a year in the hospital in England and in uh, Staunton, Army Hospital in Virginia, and um, got out, got got married, had kids, um, did all the stuff that you know those guys were so desperate to help establish normalcy in the country and to give the kids, especially, an opportunity to live a good life. He coached little league. He coached, uh, you know, he coached my. Linda, my wife, uh, he supported her in all her church activities and scouting activities. He he, he just couldn't do enough uh, to be unselfish. And he was a quiet guy. Uh, he was always the guy, you know, you know, the adult is always the guy who is the secretary or recording secretary or the treasurer. So he was member of the 29th Division Association, but he was like in, in high office in that because he was just a solid, steady, unselfish guy. And I remember we would eat dinner with him and uh, the family, and then uh, we'd talk a little bit, and then he, he he would take his paperwork, he called it, which was his, uh, you know, the checkbooks and registers and correspondence, and go and sit in the living room and just quietly do the hard work of of helping the organization. It wasn't just it wasn't just the 29th Division Association. It was the American Legion and other organizations that he was a part of. He would just be the guy who did the hard stuff. John, dot dot dot. Keep it right there. We will come right back. Reclaim the time. It's 17 minutes past the hour, so we have to jump just for a couple of minutes. You're listening to the Law Offices of John Zarek presents Smart Law with John Zarek with John. I am. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. 
Hi, it's Mark Levin. Join me this evening at 6. Now back to Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you, great one. 21 minutes past the hour. I said to John during the break, I absolutely love what he's talking about. And I did say to him that um, everybody thinks it's the original, but it is a copy. But it looks just like the parchment paper. And I mean, I say parchment paper because it has that kind of look to it. It's not parchment paper, but uh, I look at it every day. My father's Bronze Star Medal, it, it inspires me. And John, you are inspiring people today with this um, discussion. I'm really enjoying it. Time is yours. So I was talking about my father-in-law. He was uh, a war hero, and uh, but a very simple guy, very, very adult, the most adult guy I, I ever knew, you know, he was completely uh, mature. He was uh, a solid guy. He wasn't. He wasn't looking for fun. You know, that's the. That's an important thing. A lot of people, it, you know, the the society is being infantilized. Uh, older and older and older people are running around looking for fun. The, the television promotes fun. Um, you know, there's promotion of alcohol, gambling, sex, you know, all what's in it for me, um, you know, uh, what, how can I have fun today? Uh, how can I fit in a lot of fun in the course of my life? And that's really the opposite of being an adult. You know, the, the, an adult is a, you know, is a person who does the things that are necessary whether they're fun or not, and in, and in fact, even if they're difficult to do and sometimes painful to do, you know, the adult does those things and avoids uh, childish things. Like if you, um, you, you, we run, we all run into a lot of adults who are really children uh, to a great extent. Um, they, you know, they're like, 13 year old kids on the playground, you know, seventh graders, um, you know, always looking at attractive men or women falling in love every five minutes, um, looking to, uh, disobey, looking to, uh, show off for their friends, draw attention to themselves, um, compete with their families for, fun, you know, compete with their kids. Kids are supposed to have fun. That's what their job is, you know, to, to have a good time. And then they're, you know, and they would destroy themselves with desire to have a good time if it weren't for good parental supervision, you know, by mature adults who keep them in line, keep them um, heading in the right direction and prevent them from doing too much of, of the things that are, uh, that are fun, really. Um, but when you when you have adults that are kind of out of control and immature, it's a very dangerous situation. You know, a very dangerous situation. But Pop was uh, my father-in-law. He was the opposite. You know, he was a pure adult. You know, he was always looking for what he could do for others, um, how he could help, how he could help the family, the kids, the grandkids. He was just a wonderful guy. And so... Uh, he lived a great life. He, he lived to 91. Wow. And, um, in, in, 
you know, he when you put in, um, I think that's why exercise when you're young, especially, is so important. He marched and carried a machine gun, a heavy water-cooled machine gun. Um, so it was a, you know, the, he was the he was the main gunner. He was, he was a sergeant in charge of the uh, the group, and he's the guy who he was the main gunner. So he carried the gun, and then other people carried tripod ammunition and so forth, base plate and so forth. So uh, on the team, so. You know, he did that for years and years and years. Um, two years in the United States, two years in England, humping around uh, the hills and mountains and valleys uh, with a with a gun on his back, and he was in great shape. And that served him. It might have seemed like a hardship at the time, but it easily got him to ninety one years old. You know, he he did he did very well, very healthy uh, till he was ninety one, and and then um, of course there are some things will catch up with you at that time, and um, he was uh, very very sick, and he knew he was going to die uh, soon, you know, a matter of weeks really, and uh, I sat with him, and we had a picture of him and his a photo of him and his brother, Uncle Frankie, and they were sitting on the uh, front steps of uh, in Baltimore of, of uh, Grammy's front steps, his mother's front steps. And um, they were just like four and three, something like that. Two nice little guys. And, and I said, uh, and there was a, I think a little, little pony around in the picture. And uh, I said, Pop, do you remember this? He said, I, John, I remember it like it was yesterday, you know, sitting there with Uncle Frankie and the pony and so forth. And I, and I said, it's been a long time. How fast did it go? You know, how did, how did time move for you with all the stuff you did? And he said, like the blink of an eye. Yeah. Mm. It seems like yesterday I was sitting there on those steps with, uh, Uncle Frankie, you know, so. Uh, John, I'm curious about something. Just because I care and I, I'm just very interested to know, out of 91 years that he got, how many of them would you say were quality years where he was vibrant and able and so on? 91. Uh, well, that's incredible. <laughs> 91. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah. He was, you know, he didn't have anything to debilitate him he didn't have anything to impair him i mean he had war wounds um you know he had an artillery german artillery shell uh, he was helping he was helping a, an officer uh direct a as an assistant uh, direct a tank attack i mean he got out of a john fox. john big favor let's do this right after the break sounds familiar tank attack how about that uh, i know a little bit about that i know somebody that was involved in something like that uh John, I can't wait to hear that when we come back. This portion of Hurley in the Morning is also brought to us by United Methodist Communities at the Shore. So if you're considering senior living options for either yourself or a loved one, I recommend exclusively United Methodist Communities at the Shores in Ocean City. This I can tell you. I've been through the facilities. They're completely newly renovated. It has a hotel vibe. 
There's a front desk. It looks like the front desk of a hotel. You'll see a bistro. There's two restaurants. I mean, it's really a fantastic facilities. They just do a great job. There's a gymnasium uh, as well, fitness center that you will have uh, use of. They do a tremendous job in transitioning to the shores. Literally could not be easier. You move in, you unpack, and you experience the abundant life that the shores has to offer. There's an on-site fitness center, as I mentioned, transportation to local shopping, and you're just three short blocks from the famous Ocean City Boardwalk and Beach. United Methodist Communities at the Shores, to learn more, call 609-399-8505. That's 609-399-8505. And tell them that I, Harry Hurley, sent you back with John Zarek in just a little bit. This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. And it's Harry Hurley at exactly 30 minutes past the hour with three. I'll probably throw in a fourth story that you can follow right now on our WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. The Atlantic City Public Schools, they picked a subordinate to be part of the interview process for her superior. It's kind of strange. The Atlantic City Police matter involving a 13-year-old ends peacefully. We have some of the story. Atlantic City High School set to hire a new boys basketball coach as a coveted position. We've got some of that and a local Atlantic County connection. From the Townsport, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zero. A weak stationary front sitting right over the coast today. That'll provide some extra cloud cover here in South Jersey. Could also spark a few very isolated showers at some point today. It is going to be very warm. Look for a high of 89 degrees. Humidity levels are moderate. Clear and quiet tonight. Low 68. And tomorrow, mostly sunny, dry, and seasonably warm. A little bit less humid. Tomorrow's high 84. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. WPG Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's talk station. Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins this afternoon at 1. Now, Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And we continue with Smart Law with John Zarek at 37 minutes past the hour. Counselor, you were, you were about to get into it. Time is yours. Yeah. The last thing I talked about was my conversation with my father-in-law when he was about to die really and mm-hmm. and uh, we talked about an old picture photo that was taken of him and his brother when he was a kid and um, like three or four years old and he remembered it very clearly and I had asked him how long how how quickly did life go you know what was the pace and because um, we had already discussed him him leaving us you know he was very mature about that as he was about everything and he said like in in the blink of an eye Mm. you know it just seems like yesterday i was sitting on that step with uncle frankie his brother and um and he was uh you know he was um amazed at how quickly life had gone and i i i i always thought you know that he was a sure and steady guy. He wasn't a hyper guy. You know, I figure life time goes quickly for, for people that are hyper excited, moving all the time, doing three things at once. He wasn't that kind of guy. He was a sure and steady, solid guy. Um, um, he was a federal meat inspector, always, always playing it straight. You know, he, he, he was offered so many bribes in the course of the year, you know, that they, you know, the owners wanted special treatment, 
um, or just good relations, maybe. And uh, he turned down every every single thing. He wouldn't take a cigar, you know. Uh, and and so he was a good guy, but life went quick for him. Uh, so I, I I say, and I think because he he thoroughly enjoyed everything he did, and that's why life went by so quickly you know he was an an adult he wasn't a kid in all in all matters he was uh, mature and solid and steady but um, life went by quickly nonetheless and i often say to people i I, you know i'll I'll use that story or other stories uh, when people complain about life going quickly and i say well you know that probably means you're enjoying what you're doing and you're enjoying your work and you, you're enjoying your life. And that's what happens when, when we do um, have a way to make a living. That's very satisfying, I think. And um, I, I tell people if they complain, I say, do you want life to slow down? Do you want things to slow down? Go out to the County jail and do 364 days in the County. And you'll see, it'll slow down for you. It'll 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 grind to a halt. You know, when we're in a miserable situation or a bad situation, you know, time slows down. Unfortunately, but most of us uh, most of us can avoid that kind of circumstance. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot to that, John. Uh, and for those listening, y- you have an opportunity not to have regrets. And I'm not calling anybody out. But if you mark time, if you waste time, John, it's gone. You can't get it back. And you'll regret that someday. Yeah. Yeah, you can't. Uh, you, you don't get a second chance to. Uh, you, there's no replay of the day. Correct. So if if you, you have to make value judgments as to what's important. And, you know, unfortunately, the. The stuff that's most important typically is not the stuff that is fun. You know, the stuff that's uh, thrilling and chilling. Uh, you know, the stuff that's thrilling and chilling is is not the important stuff. It's the stuff that, if done, will typically leave you with regrets and a sense that you wasted a week, uh, a month, a year, your life. You know, some people never stop chasing fun and never ever have a sense of real satisfaction so it's very important that we look at um, look at what's important look at what the adult thing is to do typically a good guideline if it's hard that's probably the right thing to do you know if it's difficult probably the right thing to do um but we see you know we see especially um with young people and it, it's tremendous, tremendous problem. It's a societal problem that's really at the point of getting out of control. I, I talked to a um, senior member, I'll say, uh, you know, a veteran member of the prosecutor's office um, yesterday. We often deal with uh, very difficult cases, and and we we talk about this from time to time. Um, you know, I, 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 I say, I'm, I'm sure things are getting much better for you. That's, that's really a joke. You know, I, I say, I, I'm sure things are getting much better. You're seeing things improve. 
And he looked at me, you know, as if I'm crazy. And he knows I'm kidding anyway. But um, he said, not in the last week, <laughs> not in the last week that, that you know, we, we see more and more, especially I mentioned it, more and more in the, in the sexual area and the pornography area, we see young people just mangled, you know, they're, they're hurt beyond, um, recall almost because of being sexualized at a very young age. And I mean, you know, 10 years old, 12 years old, they're either engaging in sexual activity, um, inappropriate, they're victimized by adults, um, and this can be online or it could be um, in person, mm -hmm. you know, because you have these adults that have been sexualized themselves. You know, now we have now we're having second and third generation of um, people that are out of control sexually who then in turn cause others to be sexualized and. Um, you know, it, it can be as simple a thing as the uh, the father in the home, and it's typically the father. But although although we're getting more and more women that are into what you would call hard hardcore pornography, you know, and couples uh, looking at this stuff, and couples looking at illegal stuff together, and if that's going on in the home, and you have kids in the home those kids know what's going on. You know, they may not actually see the videos, although in many cases they do, they might not actually see the videos, but they know something bad is going on and they have a pretty good idea what it is. And they, they sense the preoccupation with sex that the parents have. And it, um, that's, that's, the minimum that can happen to children, what happens very often is a very, uh, you know, very direct sexual exploitation of kids. Terrible. John, we'll continue right after the break. Final break and back with more Smart Law with John Zarek. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. Download every Hurley in the Morning program as a podcast on the WPG Talk Radio app. Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. With John Zarek, who we, we will go back to in just a moment. This portion of our program also brought to us by Batteries Plus Bulbs. As you know, I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge fan of the owner, Roy, and I'm a huge fan of his extraordinary team. They are terrific. They have stores right here next to Broadcast Center at 900 Tilton Road in Northfield and on Route 73 in Mount Laurel, New Jersey. They are service-minded. They have creative solutions to fix your cell phones. Hero Mike Heath got his cell phone fixed there with a new screen. They have all the older model parts right up until the newest um, iPhone and Android phones. If you have a power tool that you love, like my boss, for example, but the battery pack it only has so many charges and then it just doesn't charge anymore or enough to give the device the power that it needs to do the job they can completely they don't rebuild they'll rebuild rebuild the shell but they replace it with a whole new battery bank they're amazing at what they do and they do a lot more than batteries and bulbs 
But this is Harry Hurley for Batteries Plus Bulbs. Tell them I sent you because they do reward you for that. We've had everything from discounts off of your um, transaction to Billboard Dad. Chris Ferry got a pack of batteries by mentioning uh, Harry Hurley or Hurley in the Morning. So uh, mention my name. Counselor, uh, what a program. Uh, Very profound. And this was sad. Very sad what you were talking about before the break in this latest segment about those who are abused, uh, how that, unfortunately, that cycle continues. Is Would you say most of the time, John? Well, uh, no. Okay, it good. Doesn't, it doesn't happen. So some of the time. Uh, it, Yeah, some of the time. Most people who are sexually abused or sexualized by pornography at a young age, uh, you know, it, it certainly can cause difficulties, but most of the people don't act out, you know, don't um, go on to commit sexual offenses. But uh, of the ones that do, you know, of, of the of the people that do commit sexual offenses, in my experience, it's almost impossible to find someone. In fact, I, I can't remember finding someone who has not been sexually abused themselves or you know, uh, exposed to pornography or, you know, something that really, you know, an, an adult can handle, um, well, most adults can handle sexual activity or pornography or, you know, and things that are highly simulating. It's, it's kind of like it's putting an extra part in the engine and the the rest of the engine is working well. It's It's been serviced. It's, everything's okay. And so you can put an extra part in the engine, and the engine can handle that. It fits, and, and it just keeps on running. You know, that's, that's normal, you know, an adult who is confronted with sexual activity or with pornography or something like that. You know, because, you know, it, it, it's, it's functioning. The, the person is functioning and mature already. And so they may be somewhat interested and even somewhat stimulated, but they're not going to short circuit. But let's say you have uh, a, an engine that's only halfway put together, and then you put a, a, a large new part into that engine, and it's not connected properly, it's not set up properly, and then you throw the switch. You know, the engine's going to run and blow apart. Mm. You know, it's it's not, you know, it's not prepared. And, you know, in this case, the child is not prepared to take that additional, you know, information or stimulation or um, activity and process it. So it just, you know, the child, sexually anyway, just kind of, you know, runs out of control overheats, um, you know, becomes dysfunctional. So when that happens, they, and they have no way to process out of that, you know, they're typically not going to go to a, a parent or a teacher or anyone and say, look, I, I uh, you know, I don't know, I, this happened to me and, um, you know, it's, it's making me have terrible feelings and I can't stop looking at the girls in class and I can't stop looking at pornography and I I don't know what to do and I'm only 
nine years old. Wow. I'm only 10 years old, 11 years old. They, they, they're kind of trapped in that situation. And, um, so that, and then what may happen is when they're 17, 18, 19, they may be in a situation where, uh, a very similar, um, sexual scene presents itself and literally with no thinking ahead of time will find themselves doing a sexual act and committing a, a sexual crime that is, you know, foreign to them, foreign to their reasoning, so to speak. So, you know, but, you know, as I think I've said before in private conversation with you, Harry, you know, in 50 years or 100 years or whenever, when we get kids like this, even kids who are acting out, we'll get everybody involved. Um, we'll, you know, do a brain scan. We'll see where the problems are. We'll rearrange the neutrons and uh, and everyone will be fine and healthy and no problems and no residual from from this sort of activity. The problem is we don't have that machine right now. We don't have that technology. So what we do is we cure the problem with a sledgehammer. Mm. You know, we cure the we cure the problem with a sledgehammer. We, you know, we put people in jail, and that's the best. Does it cure the problem? No, it doesn't. And how do, how does it work, John, relative to the person that committed the offense? Let's say that was abused themselves. If, if it doesn't look like some tall tale and you know made up or something if it's well-documented and believable that that person was damaged, are there mitigating factors that can help? Or is it just you, you did it and you get you get the full weight of the consequence? How, do, how does that work? Can you mitigate at times based? And, I, of course, if somebody else is is now hurt, you know, they now – have have you know the, the life that they will lead based on it all but uh can you mitigate these things it, well to i would say to a minor extent but generally the the prosecuting world does not give much um what they what they'll say typically is well most people that are molested or hypersexualized uh don't uh, offend right so you know, too bad. You know, it's it's sort of like, well, um, you know, when we see maybe widespread poverty in a situation and, and people are are pretty hopeless, we, you know, you might hear people say, well, uh, I was raised in a rough environment and I got myself together and I, I uh, pulled myself up by my bootstraps and I did the job, you know, did built a great life right it's like sorry this happened to you but you know almost you did what you did and you're gonna have to pay for it 30 seconds john closing comment yeah so um yeah in in this in this situation there's uh you know we're 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 pretty backward in terms of our ability to deal with crime in general and certainly sexual crimes uh you know we're certainly not fixing it and it's getting you know, because there are a lot of untreated people out there and a lot of people that are sexualized and resexualized, we're having a really 
tough time in society. Um, it's getting worse and worse and worse and We're worse. at the finish line, John. 609-641-2266 to reach John Zarek. John, thanks for a great hour. Thank you, Harry. Atlantic City, WENJHD3, Millville, a Town Square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. It's an official. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It is seven minutes past the hour. Thanks for waking up early in the morning. So here's the deal. Tomorrow, this hour, was going to be Don P. Hurley in an official Hurley in the Morning mental health break. We have the opportunity. What we're going to be doing uh, until the air show, we're going to be visiting with all kinds of amazing people. Tomorrow, for example, at 9.06, we will have a member of the Golden Knights. They are as elite as it comes in terms of parachuting. They are skilled beyond beyond words so that's going to be a lot of fun uh so each week we're going to be interviewing different people different apparatus that they fly and it's going to be a lot of fun biggest midweek air show in america thunder over the boardwalk the atlantic meet ac meet ac atlantic city air show all set for wednesday august 24th and as always we will have it covered from every single angle so we're going to be doing that on fridays in the nine o'clock hour for the foreseeable next few weeks all through the um, the event itself. So for about the next four or five weeks. So in, in other words, I asked Don, hey, Don, would you switch to today in the nine o'clock hour? Because we got the Golden Knights coming tomorrow and probably only half the hour. But I didn't want to do a half hour or 36 minutes with the extra six minutes that we get. The bonus six minutes, I call it. So we switched it to today. And you're going to see there's a lot of ground that we're going to cover and all of it is positive at least i you know i have my fingers crossed when i when i fill in for guy benson they have this thing called the five o'clock happy hour but i'm going to tell you i mean 80 percent of the hour isn't so happy I, i'm usually apologizing well all right it's the happy hour but uh this isn't going to be very happy we try to keep it mental health break is to get away from joe biden saying let's honor you know remember to honor the holocaust and all these just terrible things that he says and these terrible things that are going on we suspend all that because i promise you it's not going anywhere until the american people throw some of these people out with the dirty bathwater, and then we will get some change in this country and we desperately need it but that's not this hour this hour we're going to keep positive and we're going to keep it uh, very very different Joining the program now is Don P. Hurley. Hello, Don. Well, good morning, Harry, to you and all your listeners. Always always a pleasure to be with you. Yep. Pleasure here, too. And uh, you get the first topic. The topic is you were there. Program director Chris Coleman was there, as you know. He saw you. You saw him. Uh, Tony Martin. Yeah, I didn't get to talk with him, but I, I saw him. Yeah, you were in different areas. But they, you yeah. each, because I, I, I was texting with each of you, and each of you knew the other was there. Uh, so you know all about it because you were there, Gary U.S. Bonds, everything that went on last night. You actually spoke with them, and I'm going to turn it over to you to give an update. 
give an update on last night, but also let's throw a bouquet to our friend Carmen Murata because he does a really nice job with these concerts, whether it's on the Summers Point Beach or over there in Atlantic City. What's that, in Kennedy Plaza, Don? That's right. Yeah. Yes. Tony Marr presents. Tell us about it in general and tell us about last night. Well, it's so great, Harry. You know, uh, and Carmen and Nancy Murata, Nancy's Carmen's wife, and they work so hard at this, Harry. You know, it's, you know I love to promote shows. And, you know, Glenn and Lily and I, will, we'll do them together and we'll bring headliners out. But, you know, we do them one at a time, space them out. Uh, Carmen and Nancy Murata are doing, you know, 30 shows over the course of the summer. I don't know how they do it, Harry. It's just it's so amazing. and It's so great, uh, including last night with rock and roll pioneer, Harry. This is this guy. We saw him on the COPR many, many years ago. You remember him well. Yeah. Gary U.S. Bonds. He he's so special, Harry. This guy truly, you know, he's in a one of the, the league with Dion. You think of how many are left, Harry, mm. at age eighty three, and Gary U.S. Bonds knocked this place out last night, right in Atlantic City on the boardwalk. It's such a great bandstand, you know, and uh, people, you know, just walk by and they they walk into a headliner type of show. It's just phenomenal what Carmen and Nancy are doing, and everybody, you know, it's everybody associated, Harry. You know takes to bring something like that and the crda uh yeah. is, is involved in atlantic city and that's not even to say what carmen and nancy and the whole summers point historical society do right there on bay avenue every friday night throughout the summer in summers point so it's they're bringing a lot of entertainment it's all headliner quality and i just always urge people go go see the show because if you've never seen a guy like gary u.s bonds He's age 83. He's in phenomenal shape, by the way. He give looks it, give, like Don, give us an idea for those of us who have not been able to go. In my case, you know, I, 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 I get a pass because it just doesn't fit my schedule. I mean, I know that you were with him shortly before he went out on the stage. He didn't go out on the stage until after 830 at night. So, I mean, that just doesn't fit my particular uh, lifestyle because I'm just waking up a few hours later uh, to take on the day. So it doesn't work for me, but I love music, as you know. And maybe sometime if I'm off the next day or something like that, I'll definitely come out to one of the shows and, and would love to come out to one of the shows. What's the vibe like for those of us who haven't been to this wonderful summer concert series put on by the Marauders, uh, Carmen and Nancy. What's the vibe like up there on Kennedy Plaza? Well, it's just great because you always bump into people. I bumped into Bob, Bobby Donovan, you know, the great guy uh, from Local 54 and just a terrific music fan. You, you always bump into somebody that you either, you know, haven't seen in a while or, you know, just can't wait to see again. And then, of course, there are, the, you know, the people that really intent it's on their schedule and they go. So it's it's just a great atmosphere. Uh, and again, on the boardwalk in Atlantic City, how, how do you beat that, Harry? The Atlantic Ocean right in front of you, that beautiful convention hall behind you, and this great bandstand with uh, one of the pioneers of rock and roll. What are know? the what are the acoustics like out on the boardwalk? It's very good. You'd be surprised, and I think some of it has to do with the way you, the, con- the configuration of the bandstand. I put I put some pictures up later today. I took a few videos. The sound is much better than you would expect. Uh, and, you know, Carmen and Nancy and everyone involved, they they really invest in the sound system. That's what it's all about. It's about the, the music. And so it's got to sound good. But it projects well. You really get enveloped in it. So it's not it's not hollow like you might think being in the open, you know, air and, 
and all that. It's it's a really nice, beautiful musical atmosphere. Well, as you know, if you do it right, and they do do it right, uh, when we did it at the Golden Nugget when I was there, uh, the concerts under the stars, when we did it at the Trump Castle, uh, which, as you remember, oh, my gosh, and it was great. Actually, John Stamos uh, joined the Beach Boys, uh, one of the concerts that our entire family was at. It was a, an amazing night. If I remember correctly, it was um, – was it Cool and the Gang and the Beach Boys? Something, something like that. Is that? Did I get that right? No, you know who I think it was. No, I think you know who I think. It oh was? no, I think it was. It was. It was uh, uh, who's the guy? Did uh, oh my god, KC and the Sunshine. K- Band. It was KC and the Sunshine Band. Absolutely correct. Because I love, I love all their stuff. And when the drummer sings, uh, "Oh what a night." While he's playing the drums, I mean, I just, I, I, it's, it's like Karen Carpenter, you know, doing it all. It was fantastic. Yes, it was Casey and the Sunshine Band, uh, and the Beach Boys with John Stamos. Uh, so that was really cool. And that was called Rock the Dock. So if you get the, um, you get the sound right, uh, Pavarotti played outside at the Golden Nugget, as you remember. Oh, sure. And yeah. Sinatra and Tony Bennett, I told you Correct. that. They opened it up, I yeah, believe. Yeah. yeah. So you can definitely make that happen. All right, this is how it goes. Mental health break is really a beautiful thing. We're all ready to the first break. Uh, Don, if you know any of the other shows that are coming up or any other comments about Tony Mart Presents, the Summer Concert Series, we'll talk about that. Then I get the next topic, and I am I'm so jazzed up. I, I think I'm about as jazzed up as I was for Mark Martell because I was in Florida two years ago. And I said, I'm not I, – I, I was praying that Tom Cantone and Mark Giantonio would bring Mark Martell and this incredible queen uh, celebration, the ultimate queen uh, celebration. And, oh, they did not disappoint. And Resorts has been just bringing some phenomenal entertainment. And I'm going to get the next topic on what's going to be happening in the iconic Superstar Theater on Friday, July 29th, right around the corner. We're going to tell you all about it and get Don's reaction to it because it will be star-studded. It will be an amazing evening of music of a particular iconic genre. Can't wait to get to that area of uh, focus a little bit later this hour. Back with Don, uh, I'm Harry, and this is WPG Talk Radio. 95.5. The WPG Talk Radio app is your connection to South Jersey's talk station. Get free, unlimited local and statewide news from New Jersey's largest radio news team. Download all of our local shows as podcasts and more. Powered by Ambient Comfort. For installation to repairs and maintenance, give Ambient Comfort Heating and Cooling a call today at 856-213-6586. AmbientComfortNJ.com. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. For complete contest rules, visit WPGTalkRadio.com. I was listening to something that was absolutely incredible. Uh, The Atlantic City Boardwalk Hall, Oregon, the largest in the world. Oh, my gosh. I mean, and I I have a number of conversations throughout the year with the folks responsible for that instrument, and they are working so hard. You know, it's not fully tuned. 
it, it, it is so massive that it, it is it is just an amazing project just tuning this thing. But, Don, you recorded a little under a minute. Uh, I listened to it in the last minute of the break. What a fantastic sound. Talk about that. In fact, you were you were walking with Gary U.S. Bonds. Well, it was so great, Harry. I was I was walking uh, Gary to the uh, the green room. He was about to go on in about a half an hour uh, later, and all of a sudden, this music started playing, and his eyes got really wide because you're you're not going to hear this sound anywhere else in the world, especially in that unique you know that rotunda, you know the the beautiful construction of Convention Hall as it is, you know the largest freestanding building of its kind anywhere, and so. Um, it it was just beautiful. So, you know, we didn't want to bother the organist, but I recorded it for about a minute or so. And he was playing Climb Every Mountain. And it, it's just, I, I don't know if it's broadcast quality, but it was gorgeous. I oh, mean, fantastic. I just loved listening yeah. to it. I listened to it to the last second when we came back. So, it's, it's again, it's another one of those things that Atlantic City has that uh, just another thing going for it. It's just terrific. And like you said, you you won't hear that sound anywhere else because the, these pipes, I forget how big they are, but you cannot create that sound through some small organ or keyboard of some kind. It's a sound all its own. Oh, yeah. And especially in that building, Harry. All right. So we're not done yet just, with Tony Mar Presents, the Atlantic City Concert Series. Uh, tell us what um, else you wanted to share. You know, you know just to, you know... Uh, finish up with a bow on, on Gary U.S. Bonds. This guy, age 83, it's phenomenal. He and his wife just celebrated their 60th wedding anniversary, and they look like they're under 60. I mean, how, how would you rate, at age 83, his tonal quality, his stage presence, energy, vitality, all that? How's he doing? Uh, remarkable. Probably, and you know, I see a lot of shows, Harry, probably the most active person his age i've ever seen ever wow. Wow. i mean that's how vigorous this guy is and vital and his voice is still great i mean this guy has been singing for 60 years you know close to 70 years actually and you just you can't believe it but uh one of the true pioneers think about it rock and roll Harry. oh no doubt and uh you know his his song new orleans uh quarter three i mean it's just incredible the stuff this guy has and what's really great about Gary U.S. Bonds, there's a, a, a fun thing he likes to joke about, but he never goes away, but he comes back every 20 years. It's just uncanny, and he comes back big every 20 years. I, I really like that, and but but I, that doesn't surprise me. America and Americans are very nostalgic. I mean, you look look at a look at look at a channel like MeTV. Look at all those shows from Lost in Space to Dragnet. I mean, you go on and on and on. Mister Ed. I mean, I mean, people are very nostalgic, and old is new again. Yeah, and also too, good is always good, yeah, and good, it always comes back. Right. So that's right. You know, it, it's the truth too. Because hey, can we also just put on to the uh, stipulate here that Carmen loves New Orleans and he loves that whole scene and that whole sound? Oh yeah. Yeah, he loves the blues, Harry, you know, yeah. the Cajun stuff. And, yeah. and it, you know, it, it bleeds through. And you know what? I always say they work so hard to put these shows on. And uh, I'll listen to what, you know, people like. I'll oh, yeah. It's not, it's not, to me, it's not self-indulgent. I mean, uh, it, and he he brings great and diverse talent. Uh, and if you're not, if you're finished with that, 
I'm going to ask you, and if you're not, continue, but give us an idea what else what else is coming during these summer concert series in Atlantic City. And then maybe even Summer's Point we'll get into. Yeah. Oh, sure, yeah. I really do this. And again, keep in mind, the whole theme is Mardi Gras, so there it is. Yeah. It's going to be New Orleans, Cajun, and, you know, great uh, R&B and, you know, that, that great stuff, you know, that um, contemporary roots rock, you know. So uh, put it on your schedule, though. Every Wednesday, 7 o'clock, the weather's been beautiful. Uh, it was a little hot, and then before you knew it, you know, once the show started, it was it was just beautiful. But uh, next week, for instance, you've got Tommy Castro and the Painkillers, just world-class entertainment, Harry. On top of it is the band Will Power that does – it's a whole tribute to war, Earth, Wind and & Fire, the Ohio players, Cool and the Gang, all that great stuff, that great R&B stuff. So, you know, it's a mixture. It's not just Cajun. And uh, so that's next That's next Wednesday. And, and you know, the, the, there was the B.B. King Entertainer of the Year, Tommy Castro, you know, going to be right there on the boardwalk – in Atlantic City next Wednesday, 7 o'clock, right at Kennedy Plaza. And um, they're going to follow that up on the 27th. But by the way, before you go to the 27th of July, go go back to last night, because I know that um, Gary U.S. Bonds did not take stage until after 8.30. What went on earlier in the night? What would give people an idea before they get to the maybe the actual or the absolute headliner? There's a whole lot of entertainment before that. Oh, yeah, and I forgot. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm so happy you mentioned this, Harry, because I, I can't. I'd be remiss to not mention to not mentioning Jumpin' Johnny Sansone, who I know you know very well. Yes. He's the electric blues master, one of the greatest harmonica players in the world, Harry. No exaggeration. This guy plays all over the world. He's from New Jersey. So it's really uncanny. Uh, so many, so much greatness comes from new jersey it, it's true? just staggering actually yeah and johnny lit the place up for an hour and a half harry with a set you know world-class master blues uh and the greatest harmonica you'll ever hear he's he's just so great and, and what just a beautiful person but traveling the world just got back Italy to play for carmen and everybody you know jumping johnny sansone check him out any chance you get so i'm really happy you mentioned that harry that was a great opening act for uh gary u.s bonds now July twenty seventh. Yeah. Now July twenty seventh. What's happening? Well, it's you know Bonarama, Harry. Great, you know, funky New Orleans uh, R and B and rock and roll sound. Really great band. Uh, I think people will love. And here's one of my favorites, Harry. August third. Uh, I will not miss this one. And that's Dana Fuchs, Harry. She's like one of the. Uh, she's like Janis Joplin. She's so great. I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. People have seen her. If you remember the movie, it was Beatles themed, named uh, Across the Universe. Oh, yeah. She was one of the stars in that movie. And uh, she did a a version of uh, While My Guitar Gently Weeps, it'll just blow your mind. And she's so great. And she played Summer's Point last summer. So she's she's, uh, doing an encore here in Atlantic City this time on August 3rd. just great stuff, Harry. And you know, in fact, she's she's portrayed Janis Joplin on Broadway. She she's so great. But um, that's one you won't want to miss. Then here's one absolutely killer show. And you'll remember Peter Rivera, Harry. This is the whole he's the founder of Rare Earth. How great are they? And uh, they're going to knock this place out on August 10th. So these are all headliners, Harry, coming right to the, that that great bandstand right in Kennedy Plaza. 
And it goes on all the way through August 31st, Harry, with one of our favorites, of course, John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band, featuring our great friend Michael Toons and Toons, one of the stars of Eddie the Cruisers. And they'll do who, who we are going to bring on one of our hours together. Yes, we will. Yeah, I, can't, I, I can't wait. I, I, I say this uh, freely, and just it's just a fact. He is as beautiful a person as you will ever find in this what can be sometimes, you know, challenging game of life. Just a beautiful man. You know, he said he's so multi-talented. I'll tell you, he's, he's like an artist. He's a writer. He has a he's a beautiful singer. He doesn't sing much. because He is so great on the horn. But um, also, too, he's such a powerful individual. You know, I talk to people all the time. That if you've watched Eddie and the Cruisers, Michael Toons and Toons never speaks, yet people, you know, they imagine dialogue from him because his sheer presence is so powerful. Yeah, his nonverbal communication was was stunning, and of course he plays beautiful. So if you ask most people, they would believe that he had speaking lines in the movie because you, you actually believe that he did speak. Yeah, it was all kind of – it, it all kind of – it's funny how it – it, it was not intended to be that way. You know, I've interviewed Toons a lot, and because I said to him, I said, man, how, how did you get no lines? I mean, it's just, it's so great, but it, you know, was that the, you know, the intention? He says, no, it was not the intention, but what happened, they, when they got to this college, Harry, uh, and I forget the name of the college right here in New Jersey, that they, it was, but they put this fictitious, you know, fictitious band together, which, by the way, had some musical people. You know, David Wilson really can play the drums. Uh, uh, Joanne Carlino, who is, uh, oh, I can't believe I'm forgetting her, her real name. She played the Steel Pier Harry. We saw her when we were little kids. She's a huge star now in Europe and all over Germany. Uh, oh my God, how can I think of her name? But she was the, the female singer in the band, a, a real musician, a real vocalist. So there were, some of them had musical talent to begin with, but they put this thing together. You know, Matthew Lawrence, for instance, Harry, who we know well, uh, he played the bass player, was not a player, you know, so he learned to do what he did. But Toons will tell you, they got this whole thing together in this college, and they were trying to fake it. And Toons said, turn it up. This is this is a real band now. This is like, it's, it's like um, Pinocchio becoming a real boy. It happened, you know? Yeah. And Michael Paré, probably greater than anybody that's ever lip-synced a role perfectly did eddie wilson i don't think people realize uh how much goes into that he is right on point he's on the beat because you know bad lip syncing and there are actual movies with bad lip syncing syncing it's horrible it's it's just such a um it's a turnoff it's just a disappointment and you actually would have to know that he's not singing because you would you would swear he is singing those songs. Oh, there's no question. And so the reason I'm telling you this whole long story, Harry, so they're now freewheeling because like this thing just happened, you know, organic. It just, you know, popped out. They're a real band all of a sudden. They cranked it up. The place is going crazy. Now Tunes is supposed to have lines, but now they're just freewheeling. So every time he was gonna speak, he got stepped on. And then as it progressed he became this powerful role without any lines. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I love the backstory. Halftime break. We'll be back 34 minutes past the hour. An official mental health break on the Hurley in the Morning program. 
Uh, I'm extremely excited about John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band, both in Atlantic City. Don, and correct me if I'm wrong when we come back in Summers Point as well, I believe. Uh, with Don, this is... WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Brian Kilmeade is next at 10. Now, back to Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We are back. I'm Hurley in the morning. Brother Don is here. We're talking about uh, a lot of positive things. It's an official mental health break hour here on the Hurley in the morning program. We suspend all the negativity and all the just garbage that's going on right now. Uh, I think it's essential for, for just sanity to, to get away from it. So I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying the, uh, the content immensely. If you've missed any of the first half, check out the podcast a little bit today, a little bit later today uh, when it's uploaded. And you can download it uh, onto your own digital device and, and, and check out um, all about what Dom was talking about in the first half, uh, these wonderful concert series t- Tony Mark presents both on the Atlantic City Boardwalk and in Summers Point. And, Don, we, we owe a great assist to the wonderful, the great Charlie Falkenstein, who delivered the name of the famous woman that you were looking for. Yeah, thank you, Charlie. I tell you, I, was, I, mean, I couldn't. I was just mental, mentally blocked. And I'm, I'm thinking. So, of- so at 933, we're getting ready to go to the break. I see it right as we're going to the break. Charlie writes. Helen Schneider, I believe. So right during the break, I said, Don, is Helen Schneider the right name? <laughs> you said, it certainly is. It would be right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's so. great. And let me tell you, Harry, she's so great. Uh, as I was saying before the break, she she is a huge star in Europe. You know, she left she left kind of uh, not long after Eddie and the Cruisers. You know, she had, had done um, mostly music. Then she did some acting. And she was really great in that movie. Uh, I wish she would have acted more, but, you know, she loved music. And, you know, she's a jazz artist at heart and uh, kind of a bluesy jazz artist. And they just love her. And, and so I've been so fortunate. I've interviewed her many times. And, in fact, I'm going to catch up with her again because I'm updating. I can't believe it. But, you know, we did the 25th anniversary of Eddie and the Cruisers 15 years ago. And I've been working all this summer on the 40th anniversary, putting that updating that special with all the cast and characters from the movie people that were involved in filming it people like carmen that were there i mean it was their place tony martz the legendary club you you talk about you know harry um when a when a character and a, a role meet it's like it's so divine like we were talking about clayton moore the lone ranger the other day there's never been a character that and a meeting with a, a role that was so perfect than him, you know, as because he really was the Lone Ranger. It was like it was real, you know, uh, and if you ever met him and I was fortunate enough to spend about three days with him, uh, he really was that he embodied the best of like what something could be. And so Tony Martz being the setting for Eddie and the Cruisers, it was made to be it just there was no other place it could happen uh it steered the whole direction of the film because uh carmen and his father they documented things so well through the years and and carmen's brother tony uh that the producers of eddie and the cruisers had uh, like a, a bible to draw from of the roots of rock and roll you know all the things that happened there del shannon being there uh opens up you know sort of the film and all these things that steered the movie 
really did happen to Tony Marks, Levon Helms, you know, being there, talking to Bob Dylan on the, on the phone right there in Summers Point on the Bay, and Conway Twitty becoming a star, you know, at, at Tony Marks. Yeah, one you of know? my favorite lines, I love the movie, as you know, and I watch it a couple of times a year, uh, always at least once a year, each of them. But when, when he says, when Matthew Lawrence says, we're not great, we're just some guys from Jersey. I just, I'm telling you. Yeah. I don't know. Was that was that ad libbed or was that an actual line in the script of the movie? Well, that was in, that was in the script, but there was good reason for that. But what what Matthew, you know, Matthew Lawrence is such a great actor. I mean, there, there's a you talk about if if someone is underrated. I think that's one. If you go through movies, uh, and a lot of people probably are not going to agree with this statement. But I agree with myself on it that that's a big line in the history of movies. Oh, yeah, because it's so it's so great, you know, because he's just because here you have Eddie Wilson, who, you know, he's like this. He's demanding greatness. And, you know, it's incredulous. I mean, uh, Matthew Lawrence. We're not great. We're just some guys from Jersey. I mean, I'm telling you. Uh, every time I see that part of the movie, I just love it. Well, he got the best lines in the movie, but I'll tell you to get back to it when they were filming. Because, you know, I told the famous story where they're infamous, where I got shut out and everybody I brought with me was in the movie. Uh, I'm on the outside looking in. I'm talking with Tom Berenger. I say, hey, man, I'm, I'm stuck out here. I, what did I do? I, I couldn't figure what I did wrong. You, I here's what you did wrong. You didn't know how to dress for the occasion, it seems. Yeah, but I... I I don't know how bad it was. I wish I there were pictures, but uh, <laughs> but the funny thing is, everyone I brought is in the movie. Well, you, look, out. look, we got skunked. Kenny Bishop, text me uh, if you're listening. The last time I brought his name up, he was listening. You don't know what joy that brings to me if I call one person out by name and they're listening. Kenny Bishop, message me right now if you're listening. I know there's a little latency in the uh, in in the broadcast, so it's going to take a few seconds if you are. But Kenny Bishop, forever young, forever immortalized in Kansas City Bomber. Part of it filmed right here in Atlantic City, then called Boardwalk Hall uh, or Convention Hall, then now called Boardwalk Hall. Uh, We are literally right behind him. But if you know the escalator there, you you're hidden for a while and you got to come under this overhang part. Kenny Bishop is big as life. I watched it about a few months ago. We're right behind him, skunked and not in the movie. And you were right there for uh, Eddie and the Cruisers, and yet you weren't there. <laughs> it's crazy. But here's the great thing. But here's the great thing, though, because I was on the outside. You know, I talked with Tom Berenger, for instance, because him I knew. He was the only one I can say. I'm trying to look back at this now, because this was 1982. When they were filming, the film was released a year later at exactly the wrong time. It's really a shame, but it did become a, a cult classic because of HBO. But that's a story for another day. But it should hey, have Don, been a let huge me let me do something. I, let me do something I never did before. Not only is Ken Bishop listening, sure. he just tried to FaceTime me. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do a video. Oh, this be great. Yeah, open the settings. Hold on. Hopefully, it's gonna work. It should have just connected, but it didn't. Yeah, he's listening. Just got the message. The star of the star of Kansas City Bomber. Harry, yeah, hold on. His, his uh, co-star Raquel Welch. For some reason, it won't <laughs> it won't let me call Ken. I'm trying. 
Uh, I'll try it a different way. I'll try through Messenger. But I just tried to use the link. Uh, I wish I would have been able to pick up. It was just right away from me. I think he accidentally did the FaceTime or the audio FaceTime and meant to message. But there you go. I love it. Ken is listening, Don. Uh, say say something. We, we have to get the last break in. But say something to your old classmate. Well, I, I always, always look fondly back. The times we had, incredible days. And uh, every time I see that movie, I wait. I wait for that because it's so funny. I went up that escalator with Gary U.S. Bonds yesterday. I was right there. That's exactly the scene yeah. when you're coming into the hall. Yeah. And so uh, I was right there yesterday. But yeah. By the way, we actually thought we were going to be in the movie because you don't know until actually the movie came out. And when we went to see it on the big screen, because there were no DVDs and things like that, VHS tapes, anything like that then, uh, we went to the movie thinking we were going to be in the movie because we saw the camera big as life. But it, it was like, oh, there's Ken. We're coming next. And no, you're not. Uh, but he is big as life. A couple things I think about with Ken. I see Ken forever young. Uh, and he still looks the same, basically, as when we were children. He's 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 aged very well. And I also see Ken in a Boston Bruins hockey jersey. Absolutely. And here, here's number three. You ready for this one? Yeah. Remember now, we had to take a bus because the, I, th- I don't know if our gym got condemned or what it was. Uh, there was some big hump in the floor, and they bust us over to Lafayette Avenue School. Correct. If you recall. Correct. And this went on. This might have gone on for two years, but it was. But every time we turned the corner around, I guess it's Wissahickon, because you have to snake into Lafayette Avenue the yeah. way it works. And there was this old, like just lone garage on an empty lot, and Kenny Bishop would yell out every single time, "Hey." That's Charlie Wagner's house right there. <laughs> now, you remember that? Of course. I, I remember that like it was yeah. yesterday. Yeah, that's that's fun. That's fun. Well, Ken is listening. He makes the show look good, and he's a good friend. Uh, I think I've called out for him three times, and he's three for three uh, being right there. And and I appreciate that, Ken, you listening when you can. Uh, but I bought I bought the Kansas City Bomber DVD. It's not an easy movie to get. Uh, and uh, I just love the part where he's coming down the escalator. And then I, I was watching it with Noah. I said, Noah, I said, see that guy right there? That's Ken Bishop. I said, who you don't see is me, your granddad, and your Uncle Don, your great Uncle Don, uh, because we got cut out. He goes, you're right there? I said, we're right there. We are, we are so right there that we're literally right behind him. We were together. We went together. He's in it. We're not. Like I said about my life, I have terrible luck with little things, great luck with big things. That, that is a, that's a typical occurrence for me. The camera was on you. You're right there, but you're not there. That, that, that just I, – I, that rolls off my back. Like what do they say? Like uh, water over a duck because that's just, that's just what I expect is the way it goes but i still have the memory though it was very cool being there and knowing that movie was being made right there just like godfather 3 where yours truly and identical dna uh learned and confirmed i think it's past the statute of limitations mr trump can't come and get me for the bill but uh the brothers hurley enjoyed 
twin lobster tails while the helicopter scene was being filmed. Godfather 3, Trump Castle Casino Resort by the Bay. If you look at the credits at the end, you'll see the credit for Trump Castle Casino Resort, which was turned into some like La Plaza or something like that. La Playa or La Plaza. Anyhow, we've got to go to the break. Much more. I get the next topic. And Don Hurley, are you ready? I'm going Motown when we come back. Are you ready? Ready to roll. All right, here we go. Uh, It's next. This is Hurley's In the Morning. Hurley In the Morning. Him too. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a Town Square Media Station. New message. What up, what up? It's Heather's cousin. You dated her in college, or maybe you were just in the same class. Anyway, I heard you bought a boat, my man. Let's hit the water. Oh, and Heather told me you always liked uh, snacks and stuff, so I could totally bring some chips. When you get a boat, you also get new friends. Make sure Progressive's one of them, and get coverage today for as little as $100 a year. Hey, also, I'm a little short on cash, so can you cover the chips? Thanks. I can see why Heather liked you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Annual premium for basic liability policy not available in all states. Dell's Black Friday and July sale is here. Power productivity with a tech refresh. Now with up to 45% off top-rated laptops like the XPS. Along with our special deals on business desktops with Intel Core processors. Get big savings on the latest servers, storage, monitors, and more with free shipping and special financing with Dell Business Credit. Upgrade today by calling 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. Hey, Sean Hannity here. Join me today at 3, but now back to Hurley in the Morning, right here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM, South Jersey's Talk Station. Thank you, Sean Hannity. We're at 57 minutes past the hour, which I was just remarking to Don, I can't believe. Uh, we always talk about it. it is the fastest four hours and six minutes in media. All right. You know me after more than 30 years. I, I have sort of a tendency to under promise and try to over deliver. There are some that over promise and under deliver. And that's always a disappointment. So I, I don't sandbag. But, you know, I, I when I make a recommendation about a movie, I usually hear from a lot of people. Thanks for that. And I, I just don't. Do it often. So then it's like, oh, wow, there's a recommendation. It's like I don't endorse many candidates uh, so that when I do, wow, he doesn't do that much anymore. So I keep it special. I'm making a recommendation. I'm the same guy that told you to go to Mark Martell and the Ultimate Queen Celebration. And it was incredible. It was I, – I, I just can't verbalize. He, You close your eyes. And don't forget, Mark Martell, his voice is mixed into the um, into the movie where Rami Malek won the um, Academy Award. So you have a combination of Freddie Mercury. You have Mark Martell. I mean, just phenomenal. So that I told you, please, you, you, you know, run, don't hide, make it a point and go. I believe this forever Motown show, which is right up Don P. Hurley's alley on Friday, July 29th, 9 p.m. Superstar Theater at Resorts Casino Hotel. Don, are you ready? Are you ready for this lineup? Ready. Okay, thank you. Now I will do it then, since you're ready. Direct from New York, the original cast of Forever Motown with nine all-star performers featuring, and you know all these guys and gals, Theo Peoples, 
former lead singer of the Four Tops, Glenn Leonard, former lead singer of the Temptations, where Langford is the fifth temptation, I understand, right, Don? Lorenzo Langford? That's a rumor. That is true. He is the fifth temptation. He's he's got the harmonies. Yes, he does. So former lead singer of the Temptations and Tracy Robinson, formerly lead singer of the Marvelettes. Then you have the All-Star Band. It's a full stage production of all the favorite hit songs from the Motown era. Tell me this is not going to be fantastic. Oh, it's crazy. You know, you know, Motown, it's the greatest collection of artists in music history, hands down. I mean, just incredible. You know, the whole, uh, just the whole vibe, the whole thing. I mean, it's just amazing when you think of it. And I love, I tell you, when I, you know, I, I love the music shows, Harry. I love doing them. I, I got to get another one going down soon because I really, I miss, uh, putting a good music show out there but oh, it's, it's just wonderful this is a sellout in every market where they play it's not going to be uh an exception here and this is a show not to be missed yeah it's going to be great our resorts is doing great things entertainment is so important and atlantic city is you know so you know how lucky are we it's so famous for since we were kids at steel pier harry we got to see things you think of it the, the, we're in this area Nowhere else, hardly in America, Las Vegas maybe, could people experience on such a regular basis the amount of world-class entertainment. That it, we- it's true. It is It is the only other market in the country, only Las Vegas and Atlantic City. There are other markets that have famous people, and they do what they do, but – Vegas is one. I, I say that, you know, hold, you know, holding my nose a little bit, and we're two. Uh, but a, an impressive pole position, if you were second position, shotgun, uh, it, just terrific. How would you describe the Motown sound? Verbalize it. Well, that's a really good. I was. I'll tell you where I was thinking. I'm gonna. I got to think about that for a second. But more, I think more than the, the sound, it, it's the fact, and it's probably lens to the sound you're talking about but if you think of when it was created it was such a critical important era motown came through the whole basically the whole civil rights era and how it integrated people harry everybody was listening think about it i mean what better way there's very few things sports can do this yeah brings people together doesn't matter what color you are what sex you are none of those things that they try to divide people with but the important role that Motown played in the the racial integration of America, That's true. You know, uh, entering popular music as its own specific genre. You know, uh, and and not only that, think about it. None of this was by accident. You know, they were uh, the Supremes, the the Marvelettes. They were all grand, big names. You know, celebrating. Great, yes, and here's know. the other thing. Almost like the movie Dream Dream Girls. And I'll take out, not almost like, like the movie Dream Girls, the nonverbal performance as iconic as the actual singing of the different songs. Because the moves, I mean, the, these groups were fantastic. They, they moved the nonverbal aspect. See if you agree, just as powerful as the actual music and lyrics. Oh, no question. I mean, there's no question. It was a whole, it was a whole presentation, yeah. you know? So what they did, you know, is just extraordinary and, and it goes on all these 
what is it, 60 years now? Yes. Just incredible. And I, I still talk with people all the time, Harry, you know. Uh, and the thing I always noticed about the Motown groups, uh, you know, like I'm thinking about the Four Tops. My buddy Duke Fakir, Harry, this guy still going. He's, I think, now 87, I think he is, still going strong. With right. The Four Do you, you don't have any doubt the music keeps them young. If you go back through history and you look at musical conductors or performers, look at Paul McCartney, now 80, playing for two and a half hours like a teenager. There, There is something to the music that it, it's almost like an elixir. It's like medicinal. It's not an, and I, I'm sure the physicality, because you look at most of the performers and they, they stay very fit for the most part. Uh, so I'm sure some of it is the physicality, but I think there's something about if you're doing what you love, they love music. They love it. They they, they need to perform. They need it. Uh, it's not a coincidence, longevity and musical performers. Do you agree or disagree? No, and uh, there's no question, Harry. And there's a lot that goes with it, the, the beautiful aspect of music, but also the physical activity. I mean, there's something to be said you know, simple physics, Harry, the object in motion. Well, I, told, in motion. I told you, and I'm going to be doing an anniversary special of it, September 28th, 20 years ago, uh, this September 28th, Paul McCartney played for two and a half hours, might even be a little bit longer, and he didn't take a sip of water for two and a half hours. I never saw anybody do that yeah. before. Yeah, it was incredible. And I, actually, I remember saying, man, how, how long can he do that? Like, you're just it defied, you know. I mean, I have, physics, I go through in four hours and six minutes, basically the whole bottle. So this bottle was 23.7 ounces uh, of, of bottled water. I mean, the man didn't take, and I, I'm just talking. And I'm not always even talking. I mean, sometimes the, the caller's talking or the guest is talking. I'm talking some of the time. And I drink, you know, multiple ounces of water. I kept waiting for, and I, I, I looked, because when you, you're in the spoken word, thing you're not a vocalist but you're in the spoken word you're thinking this guy's not like lubricating his vocal cords he's not wetting his whistle he's just rocking out uh 20 seconds quick closing comment well thanks harry i always enjoy it i hope this mental health break was it was certainly good for me so i hope everybody enjoys you know it's fun we we don't get to get on air that often together so i really do i treasure the times we spend together harry thank you very much same here have a great day. All right. All right. Take care, everybody. Rocking on. Keep keep going, Don. Brian Kilmeade is here. You'll hear his theme song uh, jumping in any second. I'll be back here in 19 hours and 54 minutes.